0: Are you missing the adrenaline of arguing with your loved ones about Trump, getting in fights at work, and making enemies out of strangers on the internet? What if I told you there was a way to get back to that feeling, a way to separate the world into two different camps, and you're either with us or against us? So close, you'll say, "I can't believe it's not fighting about Trump." Fighting
1: about the vaccine. I just don't understand why you won't do it. Look,
2: if you're vaccinated, why do you care if I am? Well, maybe some people can't get vaccinated. Fighting about about the vaccine. If you stop spreading disinformation, you would see that cases are out. Deaths are the only thing we should be looking at. Just get it. I'm not
3: putting some experimental drug in my body. You do actual drugs.
4: Fighting about the vaccine. After Trump, I had all this rage and no one to direct it to until my
3: uncle started telling me his COVID theories. Then I just started yelling at him at the top of my lungs and things felt normal again.
2: After Trump, I wasn't really sure who to follow. And then my wife demanded I get vaccinated. So naturally, I told her to fuck off, Ooh. at which point I realized this. This is Fighting me. This is who I've vaccine. always been.
0: Whether you think every man and child should be tied down and forced to take it against their will, or you'd rather have COVID injected in your veins than hear the word vaccine. Fighting, Fighting about the vaccine. Replace that old personality with a new personality. Focused entirely on vaccine, vaccine policy, and everything vaccine related. Fighting about the
2: vaccine. Well, there's a new strain. We're dead. Here we go with the fear moment. You don't think we should be worrying about a deadly virus? That's what you think? What, so I should just lose my job? I'm
3: sorry I care about saving lives.
2: You know it's disproportionately affecting minorities. It's never going to end. You're going to be getting boosters until the end of time.
3: People like you are the reason it's never going to end.
2: Oh, you still believe that? That's adorable. I have some literature for you. Oh, actually, I have some literature Oh, do you? No, I have some literature for you. Mine are people who believe in science and progress. Oh, you need propaganda? Oh, you know, thank you. Read my literature. Oh, trust me. Oh, been- okay, mine's uh, by like smart uh, people, not uh, like people who like watch Fox News. It's literally, like propaganda. it's like their job. Abs in a six pack.
5: Abs
0: in a six pack. Ooh.
6: Hello, abs in, <coughs> six pack. abs in a
7: six pack. This abs in a six pack. Episode one hundred twenty six. And this is a new live son of a bitch I can
8: do this voice Ladies and gentlemen we're going to be live here
1: For the next two hours This is a new live son of a bitch
7: Joined by Boris D. Python And Will Magos The boys are back in town Good afternoon Howdy howdy So Last, last time we did a show was what was Not quite a year ago but it's been a while Man I, I guess it's a while. it hasn't been that long been a long time.
9: We were worried about Boris for a while there.
7: Yeah, we thought you got I scooped kind of fell up in up the face of the earth. <laughs> we there was a there was a rumor going around that you got scooped up in uh, in the January sixth roundup, even though you weren't even there that day. Well, you
10: know that could happen uh, <laughs> in this country. Where... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I'm really glad I didn't go. There was actually a chance of me going to that, but uh, oh, yeah. I, could, I couldn't find anyone to go with me, and I'm really glad that I didn't.
7: Alex Jones and Roger Stone have now been subpoenaed. Uh, I'm, wonder, I'm hoping that we get to see them on C-SPAN. Yes. That would be something. Have, like, Ted I'm Cruz and happen. Nancy Pelosi and people like that examine them, cross-examine them. It'd be great. Well, you know,
10: it, all it would be is Alex Jones goes up there and he starts screaming, InfoWars.com! And then they, they would be like, you're in contempt! And then, you know, that, that, would, that would be all it was. Like, there's no way he's actually going to
7: sit there and, like, methodically <laughs> answer their, their questions.
0: Hello, abs in a six-pack.
7: I think, well, he, uh, if you look at his old Sandy Hook deposition, he was pretty uh, in good behavior. So I th- I think if he was under oath, he'd be... Uh, I, I, mean, he'd st- I think he would still find ways to be funny, but he wouldn't be, uh, he wouldn't be crazy. He wouldn't be going off the rails, you know? You're Jewish, right?
10: I think he wouldn't take that seriously, like, in the same... Because the, the Sandy Hook deposition is pretty serious. Like... Just because they're trying to go for his jugular, whereas like the January sixth thing, maybe they're doing the same thing where they're they're really trying to take people out. But it just seems like such a joke to me. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But gonna, being
9: in front of Congress, though, he would get a much bigger audience than the deposition. Like, he doesn't know that's the other know, thing too. Like, he's just
10: recorded it. in a room, exactly.
9: I mean, it would be he would have a
7: huge. I don't know. It would be awesome. <laughs> it would be yeah. I love Alex. Come on my show, Alex. You promised you would. Any day now. He's a busy guy. Yeah. He's he's got sure. better things to do. I just have I, I've gotten to the point where I just have his employees on the show. Uh <laughs> That's cool. That's so fine. You had
9: Rob do right? Is that the guy's name?
7: Yeah, and I gotta give a shout out to Bags, uh, the artist. Uh he was it, we don't have any, any executive producers who donated for this episode but we do have uh last show bags came up came out with a uh, great piece of art that i asked him to do and he made it even 10 times better than i imagined in my head it was dale gribble with winnie the pooh's body drinking a honey pot that said patriot front honey pot cuz do and Cretchit and i talked about patriot front front and all that bullshit uh, fantastic art so uh, I- Shout out to bags. I had seen, um,
10: I had seen so like, some of that stuff about Patriot Front. I, I don't know. Was anybody buying that?
7: Uh, <laughs> a couple of the guests I've had prior have are thinking it's totally actually white supremacists.
9: Was so Patriot Front a thing, and that was like not a real Patriot Front, or?
7: I mean, they, they literally give you they give it away in the name. It's a front group. Patriot front. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. It's like they're, they're telling you what it is. What Joe Rogan said, where's all the fat people? Like you go right. to Trump rallies and it's not just a bunch of dudes that look exactly the same with the same height. They don't those guys look at like they passed the FBI training academy with flying colors. Uh right. it's it's shady. It, it, I mean I don't know. Very, very, very shady. And we, uh Cretched Live on that last show, looked up the guy that is, like, the leader of Patriot Front, and he has all his address and phone number and everything listed, but then his actual house on Google Maps is blurred out. Like, weird shit like that. It's like, I don't know. I've done that. That's actually when
10: If you look at my house, uh it's blurred out on Google Maps. I found out you could do that, so I was like, I don't want people to see
7: my house. Yeah, but you're not the leader of a white supremacist organization <laughs> that... Actually, publicly lists. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that actually publicly lists your address. Like, if you were going to go through all the trouble to blur your house out, why would you still publicly list your home address? Right. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean,
10: I am a chicken supremacist. Um, yeah, before the show, you we heard
7: some of your chickens. How are they doing?
10: They're doing phenomenal. Actually, uh, so sad news. I lost one a couple weeks ago. Don't know what happened with that, but that um, that was Missy. That was yeah, dude. It was weird. I think it was like the first cold night we had, and I think it just took her out. But uh, that was my daughter's favorite chicken, so it was like kind of especially like a bummer. But um, bird flu. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the bird flu, but it was uh, it was something. I don't know, man. It it was crazy. So. But yeah, I came out and uh, went to the coop, and she was just laying there, legs up, and I'm like, that's not normal. That's not what a chicken's supposed to look like. And then, they do um, put their legs up? Know, the, dude, it was like laying on her back, feet up in the air.
9: That's awesome. <laughs> I yeah, that's- I was like, that's
10: crazy. Like, how does that happen? And then uh, we had a little chicken funeral. I mean, you're not supposed to do with, do that with livestock, but uh, like I said, this was like a kind of a special chicken to my daughter, so I was like, all right, let me, you know, take a moment here. <laughs> Cause it was the only one that didn't look like the other ones because we bought... So we, Okay, we started with six chickens. They were supposed to be... <laughs>
7: it's, sorry, it's funeral music, you know?
10: Yeah. Keep going. There were supposed to be uh, three Delaware chickens because I live in Delaware. And then there was three barred rocks. No, sorry. I, I got it mixed up. Two Delawares, four barred rocks. And the Delawares are like a yellowish color. So... We... Lost one of the yellow ones like right away, and we, we it just like that's not unusual when you have chicks. So then we had Miss Yellow, and my daughter would just run around the yard talking about Miss Yellow as her favorite chicken and all this stuff. So it was just like a she had a bond with this because this one chicken looked different than all the other chickens because she was yellow. The other ones have like a black and gray fur, uh, feathers. So it was uh it was especially sad you know for her to to lose Miss Yellow. But since then, we, we, uh, we got another chicken to replace the one that had passed. And now we have to look at possibly getting other chickens to replace Miss Yellow. I think in the future, I'm just going to get all Barred Rocks because they're really cold-hardy. Where I think that was the problem with uh, the Delaware chicken. I think she couldn't handle Delaware weather, ironically. and uh, Strange. Yeah, I, I really like uh, having chickens, though. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. They can handle the cold? Gen- I mean, yeah, generally yeah, they-, they can? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I had no idea uh, how well the chickens can handle the cold. Like, I have a little heater in there for them, and it's, oh, uh, okay. and I mean, that's pretty much all they need. They, and, and technically, from what I've read, they don't even need that. Oh.
9: we've thought about getting chickens, but it's never really
10: it. Oh, we're, we're having a little breakup right there. What was that?
9: I've thought about getting chickens, but I've never, never gone very far on them.
10: Gotcha. You, you need a decent amount of land. In most places, I would guess in Illinois, if you're still there, that uh, you would need a lot.
9: Yeah, I think the, so, uh, technically we've got a little bit extra space than people around us, so I think technically we could. But
10: yeah, those are not my chickens. That's there's not... people. <laughs>
9: there's, there's people down the block who have them.
10: Oh, really? So, if you, yeah, if someone in your area has them, that's already, that's a good sign. Yeah. So, yeah I, I just saw a sign yellow. yesterday
9: It says, beware of the raptors. I think it was the baby raptor, tiny raptors or
10: something. Anyway. Oh, okay. I uh, think I want to start getting meat birds as well, because these are just egg layers that were that we have, so I think eventually I want to start getting into meat birds, too. Meat,
7: I, meat I really meat want birds. rabbits. Do meat birds lay eggs or just meat eggs? So <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so
10: if you raise them as broilers, you can like some of them will be egg layers if you just let them grow up. But usually, when you're raising them for meat, you uh, you start processing them around
7: eight to ten weeks. Ooh! I found a chicken sound effect. <laughs>
9: So how often do you get eggs? Did I just miss that? Or
10: No, no, I, I didn't get into that at all. Um, so I every day we get eggs. Right now, so I'm down to five chickens now because, um, like I said, we replaced the one that had died immediately with uh, – her name is Puddles, and the reason she's named Puddles, we bought her from somebody else, and they named her Puddles. We kept the name because she shits Puddles, <laughs> and that's obviously not normal. Uh, but for some reason, she's like a perfectly healthy chicken that just shits Puddles. So we we have Puddles. And she lays blue eggs, but again, not very cold-hardy. She, as soon as it got cold, chickens she not laying Chickens can lay entirely. blue eggs? Yes. It's called an Easter egger. Mmm.
7: Do they taste any different?
10: No, no different. And um, I, I have noticed that, like, since I've gotten my own chickens, you know how, like, sometimes you get eggs that are, like, yellow yolk. Some are, like, an orange. All of my eggs are, like, a super deep orange I I mean I, maybe it's the feed I give them, but they they seem very healthy, from uh just from the egg quality. Cool. But uh but usually it's an egg a day is what the average is. When it's cold, it might be they might take off like two days. So far with what That's I've wild. noticed is it's That's starting to get cold. It is. It's crazy. And um, we yeah we we go through them. So I mean it works pretty good. But like I said, I, I think next year I think I want to get three more. And, and kind of wow. round out, that, that would fill out my two coops, then I'd have eight.
9: Good golly. It's
10: been, it's been a fun project, though, because I, I spent the spring building the coops, and then we got the, uh, at the same time I was building them, we had, the, we had them in a little box, and then they obviously got bigger, put them in the, in the coops, and it's been, it's been good since then. Every once in a while, we let them out in the yard and let them run around. But, I mean, technically, the space I have in the coop is considered free-range. They only need two square feet to be considered free range.
7: Wow, seems like a loophole. Yeah. Two square well, feet. <laughs> so yeah, um, they
10: they don't need a lot of room. And um, if you got like any, if you're handy at all and like can build a coop, you're you're like way ahead. I I fucked up and I started building the right when the lumber prices went insane, and oh, yeah. it was kind of like we're, we we already ordered the chickens like. It was like we're committed to it. So I was like, I got to build something. It, it, what I would do now in retrospect, now that I've watched a bunch of shows on it and stuff like that, I would try to repurpose something. Like whether it's like a kids' play thing and like maybe just kind of finish it out. Or uh, yeah. I've seen people use like a boat, like an old, old boat that's worth like nothing, but can still, like it's still a solid hull or whatever. You can do something with something like that and repurpose it way cheaper than you can building it from scratch with lumber. Makes sense. Yeah.
7: but uh, yeah. It's, been
10: a, it's been a fun little project.
7: You got any other <clears throat> animals like chickens? You got goats or anything? We're talking about what the next thing is
10: going to be. I don't have a ton of space, so I think I'm a little bit concerned about a goat. I love the idea of having goat milk, but um, unless i like – and the other thing is they breed like crazy. Um, so if you have like a couple goats, like you're going to have like 50 goats in not that long. And I definitely don't have room for that. Um, I, I I love the idea of rabbits, but my wife is really not into that. Because I mean, you can get you you have a pair of rabbits, and they'll they'll make sixty four rabbits a year. Jesus. And they only they only take an input of a pound and a half of food to get one pound of meat. So that's which, fuck, that's uh, where
7: the term "fuck like rabbits" comes from. Absolutely, absolutely,
10: and um, as opposed to cattle. Which is you have to put in nine pounds of food to get one pound of meat. You know, rabbits are extremely efficient in that way. And the um, the other cool thing about rabbits is their uh, their fecal matter is is fertilizer that you can throw right on your garden, and it doesn't like have any risk of contamination. Whereas other like you can't put chicken feet you can't put chicken fertilizer like right on a right on your stuff because there's like concerns about salmonella and stuff like that. So you have like, to be a little bit more careful about that, but you don't have that same issue with rabbits.
9: Oh, my gosh. So we have a pet bunny that my daughter has in her room. Yeah. And we have a big garden, and I've never even considered that. And, wow, we should do that. Okay.
10: Yeah, I, I just learned that from uh, Doomsday Preppers, actually.
7: <laughs> cool. Is that a show, Doomsday Preppers?
10: Yes. Yes, it's on What's uh, National of? Geographic. that uh-oh. um not you. yeah i'm not sure when when it's on but uh we it's interesting like the, the they made the show almost to, like mock people who prepare mm-hmm. that's that's what i've gathered from it just the way they treat the people that they they're talking to like they it feels very like they're mocking them and uh every episode they'll like ask them like what are you concerned about they're like i'm concerned about uh solar flare emp i'm concerned about social unrest you know whatever go down the list." And then right at the end of the episode, after they, like, showcase whatever this person did to prepare, they, like, just kind of go, like, well, experts say the likelihood of this happening is, like, you know, less than 1% or something. And it's like, well, dude, <laughs> you just showcased them the whole episode and acted like, like, look at what these guys did. And then you just shit on them.
7: Like, this oh, isn't yeah. really going to happen. That was my problem with Joe Rogan questions everything, too. So he kept, yeah, there was a lot That's of a good that. point. Yeah.
4: All
7: these people on. on Craigslist are selling chickens, but not one of them will pick up the goddamn phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll find a lot of people
10: selling chickens, man, and, and they're not that expensive. Like, you can buy an egg-laying hen for $10, usually. That's like a going price like, that's and That's actually the expensive. The one I just uh, to tried
7: to call it was chickens, $0. I was like, well, those are the people I know. Oh, that's just them. someone who's, who's fucking had enough. That, <laughs> yeah, they <don't> want chickens <laughs> Get anymore. them out of here. <laughs>
10: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly Why not just cook are. them
7: and eat them at that point? Why are you going to give them away? That's a
10: great question. I don't know. Maybe Because, uh, I mean, I guess you do need to have a little bit of infrastructure. Like, uh, I think a lot of people want to have, like, a plucker, that kind of thing, to, to get the feathers off. And, um, I mean, I'm sure you can do these things. Like, if people can field dress a grouse, I'm sure you can do it with a chicken, too. It just might be, a, you know, rather tedious if you have several.
7: Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, here's somebody on Craigslist, some good-looking chickens, $20. That's what it says, some good-looking chickens. Oh, damn. Chickens. They're, they're, that's, that's someone who's, like, they're trying to make some money. All right. They're not just trying to move them, you know? If they don't pick up, I'm giving up on the... Uh, oh, it's just their email listed. Damn. Well, uh, so everybody said uh, before we started the show, all three of us have watched at least most of the Peter McCullough-Joe Rogan podcast. And Will, I know you have some thoughts on that because I know you well enough to know you have some thoughts on that. What did you think?
9: <laughs> um, I had heard his name a million times, and I guess I kind of thought he, what I'd heard of the interview so far, is he's better than I thought he would be. But um, I I don't know, bunch bunch of problems with him so far. But
5: uh, like what, um, give, give I'm a glad. Of Sam. Sam.
9: Let's see if I can find what I was saying. I I'm glad he pushes the monoclonal antibodies. Um, I find it weird that all the people, basically anybody that's publicly kind of skeptical or anti COVID vaccine, uh, once they actually you know have gotten COVID, they use they go straight to the monoclonal antibodies and have no problem with that. Which is weird to me because, as far as I know, they're just as experimental as the vaccines are. One Um, difference is that the
7: company producing them can be sued for any damages they cause, unlike the vaccines.
9: Okay, that's a good point. I didn't know that one.
7: Yeah, I think there's a difference Um,
10: in the safety profile in general from an mRNA vaccine versus the monoclonal antibody treatment
9: but we don't know long term on any of those, right? They're both new experimental. No, kind. no one yeah, knows long
10: term. Yeah, that's correct. And and he did make he did make the point in the interview basically saying like this is these are both a product of Operation Warp Speed. And I mean I've been extremely <laughs> critical of Operation Warp Speed myself. Um and I, I didn't even think of that. Like, you know, there there are there is probably good things that are coming out of this, um, despite the fact that we've had this like relentless vaccine campaign for uh as long as we have. It's just like the most brutal, exhausting
7: nonsense that just – it's endless. Yeah, the, the trailer is the only thing that's out right now, but Candace Owens just had Trump on her show, and she criticized him for the vaccines. And he's like – Trump is like, well, you're vaccinated, aren't you, Candace? And she goes, no. <laughs> but you got COVID then. She goes, no. <laughs> so, like, uh, I, uh, Trump – like, that's my biggest gripe. There's plenty of problems with Trump. But the biggest one is his refusal to admit that warp speed vaccines were a bad, a whole like a lot of bad stuff came out of that. Now he's still shilling for Moderna and Pfizer. It's weird. Well, I mean, I believe he took Pfizer. Is that confirmed? I think so. Yeah, but I'll I'll Google
10: that while you guys are talking. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly he, certain that he, he said that he took Pfizer.
9: But he took the monoclonal antibodies. Like he was one of the first people to get that, right?
10: He took every remdesivir. Regeneron.
7: Yeah, he did that, but.
10: Why would you you
7: take the shot after you've already had COVID?
10: Trump didn't really have an answer to that. You want to get conspiratorial? Yeah. Of course, we didn't have COVID. Like, what if he never had COVID and the whole thing was just a fucking scam to get the right to buy into COVID?
9: Why would he go along with that?
10: Because, because he's, he's corrupt. obviously, yeah, he's obviously corrupt. <laughs> like that—that that to me is like the, that whole thing was such a theatrical episode.
9: Which thing? His whole ele- his whole presidency.
10: Uh, well, yes, but no, the, specifically him getting COVID.
7: I got the Pfizer. You're right, but- though. He did get Pfizer.
10: Yeah. And, and he actually has criticized Pfizer and said, oh, they have an in at the FDA and like basically kind of mocked them for basically being like crony capitalists. But then he gets the Pfizer shot or at least, you know, says that he did. I mean, we have no idea what he actually got in his body, but it publicly states that he got Pfizer, um, while criticizing them at the same time. And, uh, If you listen to Fauci, like from a long time ago, before a lot of these media blitzes that came out, they said they were going to look for key people who are influencers and they're going to use them as catalysts for vaccine intake, for getting people to want to get the vaccine. So they said specifically the hardest part is going to be getting white rural folks to want this vaccine. Because they basically right. thought, like, you know, it was going to be in the bag to get the, the city people into the idea of getting vaccinated. And, and in a lot of ways, that really hasn't been true. There's, I think there's like a, I think only like 30% of blacks are, uh, are getting vaccinated, which that's good. I'm fine with that.
7: Um, it might be even lower from what I've heard. Yeah. 100%. And, because um, they know about the, uh, unethical experimentation. Yes.
10: Exactly. And, um, and I mean, regardless you, of that, go ahead.
9: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
10: Well, I was just going to say, regardless of that, I mean, it's just, you, you don't, you don't know what you're getting into with something experimental, and you can't coerce people into that, which is what we're seeing pretty widely, that, that there's a lot of coercion going on right now, and a lot of pressuring, um, right. which, which, that shouldn't be happening.
9: I agree with that. I agree. It should not be happening only problem is that if you think something should be happening like if you you know if if you want your kid to do something that you think is good for them but they don't want to do it like i don't know at what point do you stop talking about it or pointing out like reasons and examples of like you know why it makes sense to do or other people that they think are awesome and you know that also do so it in, or something right just like, to just
10: the just for clarity, are you like using the analogy of the government as the parent and the child is the person in this scenario? Is that what you're saying?
9: No, I'm saying somebody you care about. I mean, like, fine. Don't do it. Your child, do it. Like your, your friend who, you know, is got a cancer diagnosis and still won't fucking stop smoking. Like any of that shit, like somebody who's doing some or, you know, drinking too much and like fucking up their life like if you want somebody to do something like you you i i don't know i don't know at what level you say like i'm i'm not going to try to convince you to do anything if i think if i really fucking care about you like i you know i I don't
5: want to i don't
9: want to i'm not gonna i don't want to inter you know do an intervention on them or anything but like at some point i've I don't know. At what point you give up on on people, and especially if it's going to impact other people. If you think that they're they're going to drive their kid home, you know, they're they If you think they're going to drive their, it's your brother, and you think they're going to drive their your nephew home, fucking drunk, like, oh fuck it, who cares? Who gives a shit? Fuck them, you know, stupid people. I mean, you don't do that. So, you know, and if if we want to call ourselves patriots, you give a shit about the rest of the country too, right? Or no? I
10: mean. Right. Sorry, I, I mean, ahead. it's not. It no, no, no. I'm I'm listening to you, and I'm just. I think you've made some assumptions there that this vaccine offers protection. To yes. Uh, yeah, there, there's an assumption there that the the vaccine offers protection, but I, I don't. I'm actually not sure if that's the case. Well, but, Bill uh,
7: Gates recently came out and said, the vaccine. Even though he he billed it as something else for the last year and a half, recently Bill Gates came out and said the vaccine. We have a vaccine that's great at stopping uh, symptoms and preventing hospitalizations, but it doesn't prevent the spread. So we need new technologies that'll prevent the spread. So right there, Bill Gates is admitting that the vaccine, like you can still spread it when you have the vaccine. So the argument,
10: there's not community protection. There's not the argument that you're getting this to
7: protect other people, pretty much entirely falls apart because you can still spread it even vaccinated. That's not true. Bill Gates I mean I'd love
9: to see the clip. Well, I'd love to. OK, I mean, I, I want to see that. But that argument in the sense that it doesn't directly stop transmission um, is true because, yes, people who, you know, are have the vaccine or can spread it and can get it and all that. But it reduces the number of people who get infected. And if you have less people that are walking around infected, you have less chance of those people infecting other people. So it reduces the spread. If you got, you know, you know, if 100 percent of Americans got it, you would reduce the spread. Like, like,
7: I mean, mm, that's not just necessarily because. Uh, didn't the Israeli study show that you carry more viral load when you're vaccinated with Pfizer? Um, don't then, well, and also,
10: let, let's let's also keep bear in mind too that there's a one percent side effect of the vaccine whereas there's no side effect of not taking it. What do you mean? So if you take the vaccine there's like a 1% chance of a severe side effect of some kind whether it's myocarditis death whatever what have you there's same around with a the uh, same with covid there's
7: like a 0.01 or sorry 0.05% chance you'll die of covid or something if you catch it.
10: Right. So it's like you you can you can say I'm going to get COVID and we'll, I'll figure out whatever happens with that. Or if you take the vaccine and then that has its own risks, it's not like it's a risk-free alternative.
9: Agreed. I con I agree with that. If anybody's saying it's risk-free, I, you know, I push back on them just as much. I don't support the mandates. I just think it's the smart thing to do. And the reason I think it's a smart thing to do and, Again, I guess we're at a factual dispute here, which is that I, my my understanding, is that if people get vaccinated, they end up reducing their chance for infection. By reducing their chance of infection, they ultimately reduce the transmission to other people. If that is not true, then yeah, then who gives a shit? Everybody does whatever they want, and you know, let's let's go on. Um, so
7: for- from, I'm going to play it. That this part of clip real quick. And and, yeah. hang, hang on. and yeah, sorry, the
9: other thing that you had thing that you had addressed, which was does you know, at, at at what level does an understandable side effect from the vaccine, you know, make sense to then if 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 the vaccines reduce the spread to other people, then you have to say say at some level there's some justifiable risk you know for somebody to incur in order to help other people like like in a war right if if you send a thousand people to fight a war and it's going to reduce the number of casualties in that war you know it's going to reduce a hundred thousand casualties you know it's not maybe it's not the same people whatever it is to me there's something to that so if there's going to be myocarditis de- deaths and I don't know what those numbers are. We can debate it, and we can debate how much the transmission gets reduced by less, infect, you know, people infected. But to me, there's there's an argument there about trading numbers, you know, people for people. And I I I know people don't want to deal with that, but I think that's a real thing, you know, fact to talk about.
10: Well, there's, there's two things Sorry. there too. So there's there's the healthy user bias, whereas the the, the healthier people from the beginning of the vaccine rollout tended to get the vaccine. So you have a healthy person getting the vaccine and it initially made the vaccine look much safer than getting COVID because you had, again, healthy user bias. So you had doctors, you had people that were on like Zoom calls, doing WebExes that really weren't coming in contact with COVID and then they went and got the vaccine and they had no issues and then they started rolling out to the greater population and there was a lot more uh, harm that was caused that, that that seems evident in the data so and we have
7: to factor in how many people got the placebo vaccine the saline
10: injection too. but i mean eventually they they said they weren't even going to do that anymore that didn't take very long for them to to throw the whole trial out and just say that we're going to name do the placebo um that was pretty early no, on no
7: but i mean i think like <laughs> well to get really off the rails here if they were going to they can't just kill everybody or sterilize everybody at once. So they have to give, like, you know, a certain amount of people, uh, like, saline placebo injection. That way, a bunch of people aren't dying at once so that everybody knows somebody that got the vaccine and was fine. If they, got a, if they had to right. roll out a deadly vaccine and gave it to everybody, there'd be some real issues and pushback. So they have to give some people, like, the saline injection that doesn't have shit in it. Well, why don't they yeah, just roll
9: they- out a vaccine that kills you in five years?
7: It's a hundred percent safe have. now, for and it kills
9: know. you in
10: five years. We don't know. For all we know, that's what they've done.
9: Yeah.
10: <laughs> right. <laughs> um,
9: well, they, no. Yeah, I don't they, trust I mean, these people. <laughs> do you guys remember my earlier argument about how the the right way to do this, if if you guys want to do the the grand conspiracy that you're talking about, what you do is you roll out a you roll out a virus that doesn't kill for a couple of years. Right. Or, or kills at a very low rate, which is essentially what we're seeing. Right. It's, you know, maybe mm-hmm. whatever you guys want to say, one percent or whatever. Right. Because you don't want to kill the people who follow the rules. Right. You want you want to get rid of the troublemakers. You still need people to work the machines. Right. So anybody who I don't know like, about that, followed,
7: Well, no, I, okay. I, I, let me we'll throw I know this where he's out, going with this.
9: Right. So you, so what you do is you roll out of you roll out a disease that's not too bad. You try to infect everybody. You roll out a vaccine. That protects people from that, right? And then you got a bunch of people who are all following the rules and they're protected, and you got a bunch of people who say, "Fuck it, I'm, I, you know, I won't do what you tell me," all that kind of shit. Those people don't, don't get the vaccine, right? And then what happens is the disease kicks in in about, you know, three years or whatever, and it, the only the people who actually have the vaccine are protected. So you then drop all the people who have now gotten it, yeah. uh, all the, you know, I won't do you what you tell me. Those people are all dead. And you're left with just the rule followers and you got exactly what you want. But here's the thing. I don't think that you guys I I don't think that the anti that covid vaccine crowd likes that idea because that actually argues for taking the vaccine. So you guys come up with this alternative view, which I think is more unbelievable and dumber for them to have come up with.
6: But We've anybody, been debating this
7: for a while, and it's really, you're playing Russian roulette either way, but both are potential options. Here's Bill Burr on Conan describing exactly that.
6: There's a lot of people uh,
7: okay.
2: that are upset about a lot of things these days. Um, you know, people are arguing about whether they should get vaccinated or not. Have you gotten vaccinated? Yeah. Yeah. I'm up for it, too. I'm, I'm like, you know, if they like dick trying to kill me, which doesn't, that conspiracy, I love a conspiracy, doesn't make any sense. You don't think the anti-vax conspiracy lines up? That they're, that, they're gonna, that they're secretly trying to kill each other, all of us for, for population control? No, because what they would do, would, they would be killing all what they call the sheeple. So all the people would be like, all the people that go, what are we supposed to do? Okay, they're going to kill us? Right. And then just be left with all the Fonzies with their leather jackets. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, <don't> to, <laughs> who are too cool to listen to people. Like They've they got a nightmare. Who's going di- to dig their ditches for them? So yes. It just doesn't make... I mean, if you want to say that they're going to come up with something to thin the herd, I will go with that. But they would never do a pointed attack on people that are going to do whatever they say. yes. Yes. They're eliminating the wrong group if this is the plan. So maybe they vaxxed us sheeple so then they can have a second vaccine of uh, uh, COVID thing come out to kill all the cool people that hit a jukebox and it turns on.
7: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's exactly that's yeah, that's the exact idea. And it makes a lot of sense.
10: So, okay, well, let me let me push back on that a little bit. Um, What do farmers do with their sheep? in the herd. Uh, shave them? Yeah, shave them. <laughs> well, they they call them. I mean, yeah. they don't kill them all, but they they do something with them. I mean, they're farming them. And uh, whether it's, you know, to eat or whatever, or they think they've got too many, too old, they, they call them. And, and it, I think the most logical thing, because now, now that we're this far into this, there was a lot of conspiracies that like this thing was going to kill people in two weeks. This thing was going to like, People were going to drop dead in two to ten years. Who, who the fuck knows? I, I have no idea what's going to happen down the road. But based on what we know now, the vaccine clearly targets old, vulnerable, frail people, just like the virus did. And it, let's say you're looking at a country. Well, it, it, myocarditis as, well,
7: seems to happen exclusively in young boys. Not exclusively, but mostly right. in young That's boys. That's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, let, me, let me circle back to that.
10: <laughs> but uh, – but, so you had the virus okay, come soggy. out, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. I did that. I was going to make the joke, uh, but so, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's say in the beginning you, 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 had, you had the virus come out and it like crushes the nursing homes, all that kind of stuff. And then they say, we got to give you this shot to protect you. And then that was another round that then crushed the old folks' homes. So let's say you're a farmer of men and let's say you're looking at this like an accountant and you're going, we've got a lot of people in this baby boomer year, like time frame, that are really dragging down social security. They're, they're doing a lot with entitlements. They, they, they need a lot of Medicare. W- what if we just did something to rock the boat a little bit and knock a few off? You know, that, that to me, if you look at the numbers, that makes the most sense And then if you want to go a step further, you just made a great point with the myocarditis. Well, so hospitals have been atrocious through this entire thing. They have not intentionally not cared for people beyond like giving them saline. Like they basically like the – from what the Dr. Peter McCullough had mentioned, that they're doing almost nothing as far as keeping people out of the hospital. And then once they're there, they're too sick to save and they are just basically caring for them until they die is effectively (laughs) what, what I've gathered. So the hospitals seem complicit in all of this. Now, whether that's intentional or if that's by design, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I don't have an answer for that. But it, it seems pretty clear that there's something going on. That they're, they're just kind of letting a lot of death happen, and they're not taking any action to, to try to care for people. Well, you just mentioned myocarditis. If you have a lot of young people that need heart transplants, where are they going to get those done? At a hospital? Yeah. Where do they get their money from? Government? Yeah, exactly. Caring for sick people from uh, whether it's healthcare or it, even if you look at the way the entire healthcare industry is now, it's an extension of the government because of the, the way that Obamacare is structured. All the health insurance companies, they all basically do and offer the same exact services. Um, they're, they're pretty ubiquitous. So it's like we have a pseudo-socialized system. Um, also, despite just the fact to that take it down to a simpler level,
7: the heart the, comp- like the heart medication that you need, like blood thinners and stuff, or if you have heart issues, Yeah, that, those are going to skyrocket if they can get a bunch of people with microditis. The, the pharmaceutical industry's angle has always been not to necessarily kill people, but to keep them sick and keep them on as many pills as they can have and avoid any yeah, pills or Yeah, you that are look at everything
10: bed. and everything that's happened over the last 2 years would just like people are eating more, people are drinking more, uh, they're working less. So, I mean, you look at all these things in general and it it all lines up that there's these key uh, sectors of the healthcare industry that are just making you know, ridiculous amount of money off of this. And then also like, like I was like I was pointing out about the uh the culling. I mean, the entitlements are a huge issue that no one wants to talk about because no one wants to go on TV and say, We're gonna lower your social security benefits or we're gonna cut Medicare or whatever. I mean, the people are gonna go crazy. But if you look at the the population and what's happening right now, I'm not in favor of this. What I'm saying is there's probably people in a in a room somewhere going like, you know, it wouldn't be too bad if we uh kind of like, like I just said a minute ago, knock, knock a few people off this boat, you know that, that, that's a fucked up way of looking at it, but since no one can actually come up and say, "Hey, uh, we're all part of this same system and this system is failing right now," that, that's, that to me makes the most sense of them trying this, this is them trying to squeeze a little bit more juice out of this system while also making a bunch of people money in the healthcare industry and stuff like that too.
9: I, I mean, I I will give you the what sucks is the healthcare, the pharma, big pharma making a ton of money off this really fucking sucks, and it really sucks that they are so tied into the media, um, and obviously big donors to government too. That all you know should and does I mean should make everybody skeptical of what's going on here.
10: People were Um, talking about this 20, 30 years ago about, like, you know, used used to only be comedians. They would talk about, like, the, the, the ads that you would get on the news, like, about, like, oh, do you have, do you have erectile dysfunction? Well, here's your side effects you, but please use our drug. You know, we're one of the only countries that has that. And and now it's like, yes, another total shit show. And, um, it's, very clear now that you, you can't do that. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good thing to let that happen. And, uh, and, and ironically, I agree, I but that's, argue, a lefty,
9: I, that's a lefty position. I mean, yeah, I, I hope you I realize say, that, right?
10: No, I do. I, I mean, I used to be a, a very lefty, um, and, and I've changed quite a bit, but that, that, I'm, I'm 100% down with, with curbing that because you can just see from what's happened that you can't just let these companies have free reign. Over the airwaves, and then literally own these media companies by extension, which is what's happening. Right. Um, I and think this, this, this the left very is pushing eye-opening.
9: pretty. The left is pushing pretty hard to do the TRIPS waiver too, um, to make sure that other countries – and you know you guys probably have different views on that, but to make sure that other countries can make their own vaccines without having to go through Pfizer, Moderna, and all that, that um, the patents is open. Um, yeah, I think the left I is actually, I have a, that. But, well, hang on, Biden has on said that. he would support that, but apparently the actual research to look like what they're actually doing, who they're talking to, they're not doing shit about that. And obviously Bill Gates is very much against doing that.
10: So, so I, I have a theory on why that, that can't happen. And and it's mostly, I think the reason why there's a push to get other countries these vaccines has nothing to do with getting them mRNA because they think it's awesome or anything like that. They don't want to give give over that IP because as soon as people see what's in it, then they start going on the social media sites and going like, "Did you know your vaccine has whatever in it? Like, why the hell does it need this in there? Like, this is, you know, motor oil or whatever. Just to throw something out there. Like, sure. As soon as you, as soon as you give that to other countries that don't have the same ingredient yep. uh, agreements, as far as, you know, they, they're not going to share uh, protected information, that kind of thing. As soon as that goes out the window, you're going to have it's going to be a like total anarchy as far as." I mean, it's the truth coming out, and they, and they can't have that, it, yeah, in my that, opinion. That's, that's why I the, think you're not going to see it The vaccine recipe,
7: anywhere. Bill Gates was so against it, and it's everybody's take was, oh, well, he's tied in with Moderna financially, and that's why he doesn't want them sharing the patent. He was on PBS or something saying, well, we can't do that because we can't, we, we have to have it up to these certain standards, and there's not people ready to make vaccines in all these countries. But, yeah, exactly what you said. I think they don't want that – Recipe out there because that's their shit. You know, they won't know that there's fucking nanobots in there and all that. <laughs> They don't want that people
10: want to know <laughs> Maybe. That. Uh, and, and that's the thing. We're, and we're left to guess like, is there nanobots? Is there, you know, who knows what the hell is in there? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, it's not there, been fully disclosed. They, been and the
7: uh, it, Moderna. Safety sheet. Every other vaccine before has had safety sheets where you unwrap it. This tiny little piece of paper. It unfolds in this huge thing, and it's just miles long of like can cause death, permanent blindness, uh, all kinds of stuff, and paralysis and palsy. And uh, the Moderna one is completely blank because it's all under emergency use author youth. i author- youth, um, <laughs> youth. No, emergency use authorization. And I'm going to play this real quick because we we got off it, but uh, since we're back on Gates for a second, this might be quiet.
9: We didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health,
1: but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new new way of doing the vaccines.
7: So they only slightly reduce transmission according to the biggest pusher of these mRNA vaccines.
10: Yeah, if he said it, that means that's the next thing. Because if you just based on what's happened over the last two years, because he came out in the beginning of this and said, well, here's what we're going to have to do. And then fast
7: forward to now. I mean, look. Did you hear what did you hear what he was putting in the vaccines? He did slip up a little bit and admit that. What's that? It
2: was all all poop water.
10: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, Yeah. So
2: McCullough
9: McCullough is arguing, I mean, he he did the mass formation thing, and he was also saying that the whole point is just to get people to take vaccines. Um, But then Joe asked him, but it's not just about the mRNA vaccines or any specific vaccines, it's just getting vaccines, right? Does he clarify that later in the show? Like, I...
6: I,
7: I think know, McCullough just should vaccines. have been more clear. I think he should have said it's about getting people not to take the vaccines, but it's a get it's about the vaccines as an excuse for a digital global registry to get everybody in the same, you know, social credit system.
10: So you're right, but I don't but think I... he should have said that in that show. That would not have been a good thing. Because even though I think that's true, you're then jumping into like we, we have to to get people to follow what's going on right now, you have to start with, like, where are we now? What's the truth? And go from there. Because if you go, because what I think is going to happen next is X, Y, Z, um, it's good for, so if someone goes, well, why the hell do they want a vaccine passport? That doesn't make any sense. This thing doesn't stop transmission. Then you can go into why. But to me, that The entire that news with-
7: media, Boris, was making fun of people like you and me two years ago in in. February, March of 2020, we were saying this is going to be used to mandate vaccines and as a vaccine passport. You can go back and listen to the first episodes of this podcast. That was in a six-pack where we were talking about this. And that that idea was completely ridiculed. And now those same people that ridiculed that idea as it would never happen are saying, yeah, it's happening, and it's a good idea.
10: I'm almost down with it. I kind of want, like... So
9: where is it happening? I mean, so... So Biden tried to push the mandates in a, you know, a couple different ways. And those have all been shut down by the federal government, mostly. Right.
7: Yes. I, so the, my, my thought courts. on that, OSHA won't even
9: implement yeah, did, that shit. Did you right, see would Google? It wouldn't, I said they wouldn't do that. I said it wouldn't pass see, because yeah. it doesn't make any sense along OSHA lines. Like you're trying to use OSHA to do something that's supposed to be in the workplace to retroactively, basically, you know, do something in society. And I said that wouldn't happen, and it was kind of right there. Anyway. So
10: did you see that – I think it was – I either just saw today or it just came out today. I'm not sure which it is, but Google um, has said that they're going to move forward with Biden's mandate on uh, getting – because they have more than 100 employees on getting everyone vaccinated, even remote employees. Have you seen that?
9: I haven't, but I mean that's their corporate policy, right? That's kind of a different thing.
10: Yes, it is. It 100% is. But that. But if you if you were watching while Biden came out, uh, I believe it was September, October, when he came out with this whole OSHA thing, his people below him were saying, like, well, this isn't going to go anywhere because we can't do this. But we're trying to give cover for the big corporations that want to do this but don't have the balls to go, go it alone. Like, they don't want to just mm-hmm. say, like, we're doing this because we want to do this. Like, they all want to do it. But so – He's like this is going to give them cover and they can all say we're going uh, – we're going to follow the federal government's you know, Biden mandate, whatever you want to call it. And then when it gets shot down in court, they go, well, this is our company policy. Mm, okay. Then they've already got it.
9: Yeah, OK. So that that was,
10: makes sense. Yeah, I mean if you look at how it's rolling out, based on what Google just said, that's literally what they're doing. And I, in a way, I'm fine with this because I think – what it's going to end up doing is it's going to really empower small businesses and uh, alternatives to these companies, um, to, to for people to seek them and to use them, because it just once you get so tired of like the the nonsense and everything with like a, it just like we were just talking about the nonstop monotony of like get vaccinated, get vaccinated, and if you just aren't interested in that and aren't going to live that life, it's going to really help small businesses that aren't pushing that on people and give give people an alternative of places to go. So I think in the long run, it's going to be a good thing that these companies, they're, I hope they're killing themselves, but I doubt it.
5: Right,
10: They're probably going to make way more money because of this, um, especially with the way that the ESG stuff has worked out. So I, I think in the long run, they're going to make a boatload of money by doing this. And I just hope that it really empowers the alternative economy and the small businesses to, to compete with them. Yeah.
9: I mean, anything is for small business. I'm, I'm, I'm good with, um, you know, I am sadly on the other side of thinking people should get vaccinated, but I don't want to force them. Um,
10: yeah. Well, I mean, he, uh, if anyone wants to get vaccinated, I want them to get vaccinated too. I don't mean like my dad's vaccinated. Yes. I know a bunch of people that are just, and I mean, I, I have people that won't deal with me because I'm not vaccinated. I just, you know, whatever. It's just that's, Well, there were that's the early rumors.
9: You recall yep. the early rumors, right, that if you hung out with somebody who was vaccinated, your reproductive system could fall apart, right? Yeah, you could well, fall the, off. Yep.
7: I, we, we haven't seen conclusive studies on the spike protein shedding, but that's still up for debate.
9: <laughs> Everything, you know, the, the earth is up for debate, right? Flat earth. Is, the birds are real. Is up for now the, but,
7: the spike protein shedding, uh, there's been what I would consider uh, consider credible doctors talking about this, but there's been no real studies on it.
10: Well, the, Pfizer has said in the in the EUA that shedding is expected. I, I'm not saying I have, that it does anything, but yeah, vaccines it, shed. But
9: they're. they're there also hasn't been studies on you know uh, multi-dimensional child rapists or whatever the hell Mister Alex Jones goes. talks about.
7: It. Yeah, but yeah, uh, so the, until the, there's studies on of, that, we can't complete One of those conclude. studies, one of those study, w- the multi-dimensional child uh, molesters, which is a there we go. To to be to be fair, is a uh, very uh, that's that's you know that's that's a real. There's a, you can explain that if, if you want to take the time you can explain that in a much more uh, a much less funny sounding way but yeah the what, that's a little <laughs> different that's a little different than and it has a little less urgency than something that's been injected into billions of people by now
5: well, <laughs>
7: like the studies on vaccine shedding should be take a little more priority over uh, DMT clock we right don't know now. how do you know that I guess you're right
9: how do you, know, we talked about your kid, right? And they come screaming in the middle of the night. You have no idea what's going on there.
7: Um, <laughs> uh, but Peter, Peter McCullough did, uh, I do. Well, me, go ahead and finish your thoughts. And then, cause I have a couple Peter McCullough no, that's, clips. go ahead.
9: Go ahead. Yeah. This, this I, one. I, I have more thoughts on, on McCullough, but go ahead. Yeah.
7: This one might take some time to deconstruct, uh, We might have to go through it more than once, but I'll just play it all the way through once and we can maybe go back through and catch some points because he lays out a lot in this like uh, two minute clip.
1: So you believe this is a premeditated thing that they were doing. So they realized that in order to get people enthusiastic about taking this vaccine, the best way to do that was to not have a protocol for treatment. It's not just my idea now. It's completely laid out by the book by Dr. Pam Popper, the
4: book recently published by Peter Bregan, uh, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. I wrote one of the uh, introductions. Dr. Leafly and Dr. Vladimir Losenko wrote the other introductions. These books are basically nonfiction. They have a thousand citations in the basically book. Basically nonfiction? How was coordinated
7: yeah, yeah. I, was, and- I didn't like he said that either. I didn't like that. When he said that, I was like, uh, come on, man. Basically, non I feel like mis- he right. probably, I'm, I'm being
10: generous. I feel like he probably misspoke, but I mean, maybe he didn't. Maybe he was covering his ass. I don't know.
7: They have a lot of citations and he's correct. Uh, but I was very, I was very, yeah, I was very like, hmm, when he said that. That was, uh, uh, there was maybe two thing, two sentences he said in this entire podcast that made me go, hmm, and that was definitely one of them. I'm going to go, okay. I'm, 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 let's just play this all the way through go and then back. we can yeah, go sorry. back through and deconstruct it.
1: Got, so you believe yeah. this is a premeditated thing that they were doing. So they realized that in order to get people enthusiastic about taking this vaccine, the best way to do that was to not have a protocol for treatment. It's not just my idea. Now it's completely laid out
4: by the book by Dr. Pam
1: Popper, the book recently
4: published by Peter Bregan, uh, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. I wrote one of the uh, introductions. Dr. Leafleet Lee and Dr. Vladimir Renko, Lysenko wrote the other introductions. These books are basically nonfiction. They have a thousand citations in the Bregan book showing how it was coordinated and planned. Now Bobby Kennedy has his book out, The Real Anthony Fauci. I'm the most uh, uh, mentioned physician in that book. I can tell you that if you want to find the evidence that Moderna was working on the vaccine before the virus ever emanated out of the lab. If you wanted to find the the collusions and the operations between the Gates Foundation and Gavi and CEPI and Pfizer and Moderna and the vaccine manufacturers and the Wuhan lab and the National Institutes of Health and Ralph Barrick and University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and how all this was organized. If you want to see the Johns Hopkins planning seminar called the Spars pandemic in 2017, where they had a symposium, people showed up, they wrote up their symposium findings, they published this. It says it's going to be a coronavirus. It's going to be related to MERS and SARS. It's going to come over here to the United States. It's going to shut down cities and frighten people. There's going to be confusion regarding a drug, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. And we're going to utilize all that in order to railroad the population into mass vaccination. It's laid out in the Johns Hopkins Spars pandemic training seminar. The only thing that got wrong was the year. They said it was going to be 2025. Instead, it landed a few years early.
7: So let let me just uh, run by, this is a theory we've talked about for Months now, if if not six months to a year on the show is maybe the reason. What what is the reason that like lockstep event one and the spars all predicted a 20, uh, 2025 to twenty thirty date for this outbreak that was going to come out? You know, what why why was why did it have to happen early? Let's just say for the sake of argument that this was a planned rollout which i believe it was why did it happen before 2025 there's some would say trump and bolsonaro and other populist leaders uh they had to accelerate the timeline i like the theory that the uh epstein arrest and all the epstein stuff that was coming out uh, their kill switch was release the virus early instead of 2025 we'll do it in 2020 but i don't know what uh what do you guys think
10: so there's an interesting clip of Trump and Pompeo, where they uh, right in the beginning of this whole thing, where Pompeo goes, "We're in a live exercise right now," and Trump's like, "They didn't give us any warning," and it's so, it's so eerie. But um, I, it just makes me think like it's this is some CIA shit. I don't know, but uh, that that's just me guessing. The, what I think logically um, is China's economy was in the shitter after like three or four years of Trump and the people that are heavily invested in China are like, we got to make sure this doesn't keep going. We got we to reverse this tide and, um, and they just rock and roll with this. And if you look at what's happened, um, I think uh, it's really benefited
1: China. I think I found the clip you're talking about. You may have listened to this video already, okay. but I want you to listen again. This time I have a little better sound and I want you to pay very close attention to what he says. Pompeo says this is a live exercise. And what you'll hear in the background is Donald Trump say, you should have let us know. So again, I'm gonna let it play over a couple times so you can hear it. It's very interesting, take a listen.
8: This is not about retribution. This matters going forward. We're in a we're in a live exercise here to should've get this us, right. We know? we need to make sure that even to, we're in a, we're in a live exercise here to should've get us, this right. We, we, we we're no we're in a live yeah. exercise here to <laughs> get us, this right. We know?
7: and and looking at the video, you can see him clearly be saying, You should let us know. That's interesting. I'm gonna bookmark that, put it in the show so, notes.
10: So what is he so talking I, about there? What you so were talking about COVID. Yes, that, that was in the beginning of the whole COVID. That was like uh, early COVID. Were, I remember were, that. I just didn't know like that Trump
7: said you should have let us know. I missed that. The, um, th-
10: that was when they were doing like press stuff like every single day and everyone was like, we got to get Trump off TV because he's, he's killing himself. Bleach. But, um, that was during that whole time. But I, I, think, I think Trump and Gates are a lot closer than anybody knows. Because who, uh, who else would have let him
7: know about this? Uh, you know, I, we played it on the show back in, like, April 2020 of Bill Gates talking shit about Trump. You remember that clip? No, I don't. He was talking, he was like, some guy, I think his name is Robert Kennedy Jr. He mispronounces Kennedy. <laughs> He's like, he, he was trying to start a panel... Studying the safety of vaccines and this is before COVID. It's like and right. I told him that was a dead end. We don't need any safety studies on these uh <laughs> vaccines. And uh and he goes through this whole long story about how uh Trump was making comments about Bill and Melinda's daughter and stuff. It's it's really bizarre. I don't know if I could find that off hand, but I'll look while you guys keep going. Do
9: you do you guys know what dark winter is was? Dark winter exercise? 100%. Yeah, yeah. Right. So these this Event two oh one thing is just another one of these tests that they go through. And you guys keep talking about Event two O one as like, you know, the prep for this thing, but they do these preps all the time and then one hit. If this would have happened after dark winter, you would have said it was dark winter. It would've happened. Isn't it kinda weird that Joe
7: Biden keeps saying we're headed for a dark winter?
10: He was referring to last winter to be fair.
9: Yeah, but I mean, that's a term that I mean, people use. I don't
10: know. It's like, it's also like a really well known thing. Winter. Like have have you seen uh Whitney Webb's coverage on on Dark Winter? No. Yeah. It's incredible. She did so good. She like knocked it out of the park all the people that were involved in it and how they uh they were involved in the anthrax uh stuff which it basically is a huge vaccine thing. I mean, it's the, the the crossover is crazy, but I would highly recommend people listen to Unlimited Hangout. Listen to every episode if you can. But um, the Dark Winter episode is is phenomenal, and she really covers a lot of different things. Um, she she really opened my eyes to like realize. You know, I, I feel like I was like caught in like a weird QAnon trance for a while where I thought like Trump was like the coolest thing ever, which is uh, just not the case.
7: But she if really helps. If anybody wants me to go back and listen, there's a handful of episodes that they can check out. Yeah. I remember that exactly. one you did. You blew you blew Hotep with its mind and me with all this stuff that was going to happen with Q. I was like, shit, maybe Q is real. Cuz it was like well, because I had
10: that I had that time machine clip, dude. That thing was awesome.
7: Yeah. <laughs>
10: <laughs> and uh yeah, but I mean in retrospect, there's there is something to like there's a reason why I latched onto the Q stuff cuz before that I was like I was very uh, agnostic about Trump. I really didn't care. And then I just like, I got really into that Q stuff for a while. My dad's still
7: into it, dude. My dad still thinks that he's going to get reinstated. I think that's now at this point. No, he wasn't that into it.
10: I'm pretty sure that that pretty much all this Q stuff at this point is just boomer bait. And they just, they're just like getting old people to listen to stuff on Rumble. And, uh, it's just there's nothing there's like nothing interesting about it anymore because it's like there was so much mystery of like what's going to happen and then you know the big like Biden becomes president so, it's like that's what's going to happen and then nothing. So do you think it, it, it was just,
9: Code Monkey and his dad or whatever?
10: Um so I I I tend to think that like Mike Flynn was probably Q. That's just my yeah. You know, that 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 was always guess. kind of my One idea. Of them, yeah. One of the primary, you know, I think there was probably a bunch of people that were involved in it, but um, just in retrospect, it, it's the whole thing screams of like an intelligence operation, mm-hmm. and I think the biggest thing about it was to get people sharing videos about Q and like tracking who's sharing what, where they're sharing it, what platforms, and I think what it did is, I bet that it gave these tech companies. A web of this user is watching this video on Facebook. Now they shared it on their Twitter. We didn't know who that Twitter user was, but we do now.
2: Mm. So it's kind of I a bet. The, I bet one hundred
10: oh, percent honeypot. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely what it was. And I, I think, in retrospect, that that's what it was all about was just the the data. It was all about data, and and I the, there had to be something to it that made it plausible enough that you have a relatively intelligent person like myself that like looked at that and was like, no, there's something here. Because I just kept getting roped in with all of these, I'm going to call them semi-proofs. It's a proof that Trump is in some way involved in this thing because there was a ton of stuff where it's like, there's no way that this can't be tied to Trump in, in retrospect. like There's just too many things. That's why I was into it. So I was like, all right, I'm bought yeah. in because it looks like Trump's into this. The same and... shit
7: was uh the same shit happened to me with Jesse Ventura, dude, where I was like, This is my guy and then later it turned out he was a total shill the entire time. Even though he like Trump yeah. was exposing Bohemian Grove in nine eleven. I f fe- let me play this real quick. I found the clip I think I was looking for. Then the
1: second time I saw him was uh
7: And he leads up into this just talking about how big of a piece of shit Trump is, but this is uh Bill Gates talking at the uh Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation summit
8: then the second time i saw him was uh the march after
9: that uh, so march 2017 in the white house in both of those two meetings he asked me if vaccines weren't a bad thing because he was considering a commission to look into uh, ill effects of vaccines. And and somebody, his name is Robert Kennedy Jr., was
7: advising him. I think his name was Robert Kennedy Jr. <laughs> to, uh, that guy? <laughs> Ill effects of vaccines. And,
9: and somebody, his name is Robert Kennedy
0: Jr., was advising him that vaccines were causing bad things. And I said, no, that's a dead end. That would be a bad thing. Don't do that.
7: Don't look into. Don't don't run a safety <laughs> panel. Don't do any safety studies. That'd be a bad thing. Don't do that. Wow. Why would safety studies be a bad thing in any situation? You know,
10: it's a bad thing. Just don't
7: do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. Do you he, want to uh, my favorite people? Do you want to replay this? Uh, McCullough clip I played, but this time we can, like, anytime somebody has something to interject sure. with, we can pause it. Because there was a lot in there in this, like, minute 40.
1: So you believe this is a premeditated thing that they were doing? So they realized that in order to get people enthusiastic about taking this vaccine, the best way to do that was to not have a protocol for treatment. It's not just my idea. Now it's completely laid Before out. Before we get by further. By-
4: yeah.
10: So if you listen, I noticed this the second time through. It sounds like he says basically, comma, nonfiction, comma. Like he interjected that, and it wasn't what he was actually saying basically for. That was just something I noticed.
7: Let's let's maybe re- I'm wrong, but that was. Let's go through that a yeah. couple of times and we'll see if we can you can because there was a I there was a similar thing where uh the Israelis were putting uh a lander on the moon, unmanned, and it was like for the first time. A country will be on the moon, or, or, yeah, something like that. And it was the head of the Israeli space program. For the first time, <laughs> uh, humans will put something on the moon. And, but the, the sentence before that, you, it depends where you put the comma to, like, for the oh, first okay. time, you know, so it's like, it, it is easy. So to, to, like, the comma placement can make uh, something mean and something entirely different. So let's listen again. You might be right.
4: It's not just my idea now. It's completely laid out by the book by Dr. Pam Popper, the book recently published by Peter Bregan, uh, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. I wrote one of the uh, introductions. Dr. Leafleet and Dr. Vladimir Losenko wrote the other introductions. These books are basically nonfiction. They-
7: I don't know, man. It sounds like he's saying they're basically nonfiction. Play it again. But it
10: basically sounds like he's describing the next
7: words, not
10: nonfiction. You don't say basically nonfiction.
7: Yeah, because it's an oxymoron. But... I don't know. I but mean, he, but way, it does. It sounds, it does make way, sense it, when you
10: like, apply it to the next words.
7: Yeah. All right. Let's try it. Again. I mean, I, I don't know. Either way, he could have phrased this a lot better.
4: Published by Peter uh, COVID nineteen and the global predators. We are the prey. I wrote one of the uh, introductions. Dr. Leafley Lee and Dr. Vladimir Ranko
1: wrote the.
7: Oh, sorry. I have the. I have this cranked way down. Let me start this. Up. The volume was way low.
1: So you believe this is a premeditated thing that they were doing. So they realized that in order to get people enthusiastic about taking this vaccine, the best way to do that was to not have a protocol for treatment. It's not just
4: my idea. Now it's completely laid out by the book by Dr. Pam Popper, the book recently published by Peter Bregan, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. I wrote one of the uh, introductions, Dr. Lee Lee and Dr. Vladimir Lysenko wrote the other introductions. These books are basically nonfiction. They have a thousand citations in the bregan book showing how it was coordinated and in-
7: i don't know i don't see that comma changing anything of what he said in that
10: uh,
4: well you could
7: say it basically has a thousand
10: citations showing this mm-hmm. that makes sense but if you say it's basically non-fiction it doesn't make any sense yeah. So i'm just I, i'm being i might be being too charitable there I-
9: I mean, I'll I'll even give you more charitable. Essentially, it's just basically it's just one of those words that just kind of falls you, off. So yeah, yeah, it's the okay.
7: word. Show it's like the word like. We, uh, I mean, I am still trying to get like out of my habit.
4: Ugh. Book. Show yeah, me right. how it was coordinated and planned. Now, Bobby Kennedy has his book out, The Real Anthony Fauci. I'm
7: about halfway through Bobby Kennedy's book, The Real Anthony Fauci, and it's definitely a must read.
4: Now, Bobby. so Kennedy the thing i bring up with
9: the real fauci yeah. is
7: is just that they, everybody points back to the aids crisis
9: and i just don't think that that's an anti-fauci story like m- the guy that act up was the extremely aggressive um gay group basically that was trying to say like you guys don't really care about gay people dying from this disease you don't care about the disease because it's only affecting gay people and he, these these people were aggressive as fuck and they initially did not like Fauci and they were – well, they initially didn't like the federal government. They were eventually saying like, hey, Reagan, whoever else is with you, you guys don't care about us. And it was Fauci who was actually like trying to fight within the administration and trying to try out these things. Like did he fuck up? Did he – you know, was one of the drugs a, a bad drug? Yeah. But they tried to he, – he was actually trying to do something and the head of act up one of the founders of act up ended up being a good friend of fauci until the end he died pretty recently but he was actually defending fauci from these attacks because he he survived into this covid era and he was defend, he was and co, sorry and fauci was concerned about him because he was sick and he ended up not dying from covid but from pneumonia but um he was defending fauci basically saying like you're being attacked unfairly so like fauci was tro- like the whole, like early medicine you know science is really fucking hard like that's the thing that gets that i feel is really unfair about this stuff which is you, you just don't know what the fuck's going on like if it's all some grand plan you know secret conspiracy then fine you're in a different world but if it's not you just don't know what the hell is going on you don't you don't know that the surfaces aren't good you know you don't you know you just you, you're trying all these different solutions he well, okay, uh, well, guy, let's, let's say for the sake talks, of argument, I
7: completely disagree, but let's say for the sake of argument yeah. that you're right, 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 let's I'm say that right. for the sake of argument yes. that Third Reich, no, let's say sake, yeah. for the sake of argument that you're right.
9: <laughs> I had a guest and, on recently. Anyway, go ahead.
7: <laughs> for the sake of argument, let's say Fauci's always had the best of intentions and that he doesn't always get things right and that he has been wrong a lot, but he had the best intentions at the time. If that was true, and Fauci had good intentions, he would not say things like when you attack me, you are attacking science.
9: I agree. He should not be saying that.
10: He I would promote it.
11: The reception of Robert Kennedy Jr.'s book, The Real Anthony Fauci, is clear evidence of a mass awakening. The people are waking up to see Fauci for what he is, an absolute psychopath. We've learned of how he directed experiments at the NIAID in which beagles had their vocal cords removed and their heads enclosed in cages where sand fleas ate them alive. Fact check, true. And we've learned of how he fraudulently used PCR tests to illegitimately push a known deadly drug ...upon tens of thousands of people. and many- What's so, that?
7: AZT. So, AZT was not approved for cancer, but he pushed it on. And here's the thing. Back in the AIDS crisis, Carrie Mullis, the inventor of the PCR test, was calling Fauci full of shit. Fauci's using the, the test, the PCR test I invented, is what Mullis was saying. So anybody could test positive for AIDS, because if, if you amplify the cycles enough, everybody's going to test positive for anything. Mullis was saying this, and right. he conveniently died the year before COVID started, which is weird. But uh, right. it, where we still use I the listened PCR to that test.
9: whole interview, and he doesn't focus on Fauci that much. That
7: no, much. but he he spends a good five minutes on Fauci.
9: Right, but he's also talking about. I mean, this is a, this is the whole AIDS question, right? He's a, he intentionally talks about AIDS as though it's like it's it's almost not a real disease. It's just like you're partying too hard. That's the way. Yeah. Mullis talks about it, and
7: there are many, many virologists uh, throughout, like ex, like what were considered experts, but got deemed crackpots during the AIDS crisis, that agree with Mullis. Then that HIV doesn't cause AIDS.
9: Agree with him? Then do they? You think they agree with him now?
7: Yeah, one of them wrote. Joe Rogan had one of them on. Uh, what's his name? Well. Uh,
10: I remember that episode. Uh, Peter, Dusberg, P- Peter Duesberg. Peter Duesberg, yeah, like I of, think that is it. That was one of uh, Joe Rogan's most controversial episodes ever because people were just like the- Oh, way so back in the day, yeah, like,
9: I, I heard that one.
10: Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is like episode like 250 or something. I mean, we're talking like right. really low numbers. but and, and I think it's interesting, it really shows the orthodoxy in medicine. Like when you break out of that and you have one guy, all he did was make suggestions of what something
7: could be and we the call
8: attacks
7: her. are crazy. Caller, you're on the uh, caller, you're on the air.
8: Hello, is this Ads in a six pack?
7: No, this is uh Babs in a poop pack. I was gonna say oh. Pizza Hut. <laughs> this is no, well, this is Patrick Couchy <laughs> Radio. I just,
8: I just wanted to call I just wanted to call in and say that I am 100% for mandates, but I think we should approach it from a different avenue. I think if I'm gonna sit here and do the work and tell all of my friends and family and my loved ones that they have to get vaccinated, I think President Biden should mandate it that the pharmaceutical companies give us a little piece of the pie. I mean, pimps gotta get paid, yo.
10: Yeah. Point. I like Universal this idea. Universal basic I, paid, I, paid for by big pharma.
8: Man, like you know, you're gonna rake in 32 billion dollars, but and and like we get nothing. I'm telling my grandmother to get fucking vaccinated. I'm telling my aunt to get fucking back- I kicked my mom out of my house. I said, "Mom, you're a fucking Nazi. Get the fuck out of my house." So I just, oh, I, can't I, believe I like money. So I think, I just, I can't believe that she's so fucking stupid that she won't trust the science. I mean, look at me. Look at me, Mom. I'm the science now. I'm the science.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I like money, though. So is, she, is she vaccinated oh, so... and she doesn't have the booster?
8: No, she doesn't have anything. She doesn't I and mean, I keep telling her, Mom, you just gotta trust the science. I don't, I don't know if y'all have any suggestions on what I should do. I mean, maybe uh, I can
10: just. I think
4: you did the right thing. You kicked her out. Get what? those fucking oh, babies sorry. vaccinated! I am at risk. Mm.
8: Oh, I don't even want to talk
9: I'd, about the kids. I'd lock in her in the ra- to a radiator radiator in the basement. That's what I would do. I like that idea okay. too. Okay.
8: Well, I'm not sure. But see, I don't know how to lock her to the radiator if I kicked her out of the house. She doesn't really want to talk to me anymore since I called her a fucking Nazi. Um so maybe maybe I go over to her place and I can tie her go. up there. That might yeah. I think you might be onto something. Well there. maybe
10: I uh, think yeah. if you tell her that you're gonna forgive her and bring her back into the house, then you've got yeah. it. That's good.
8: I, with some cheese. I mean I I was I was really explicit about how I felt about it. I I don't know if uh you know, I don't know if that road back to forgiveness is easily crossed, if you know what I mean.
7: Make her repent. Here's what you tell her. You tell her that you got a
10: booster in your butthole just like you needed, and you feel better now. You were a little stressed because you didn't have your booster yet. Now you got boosted. Try cheesecake. Oh, you I don't I don't know why you can't now. take
8: this serious, man. Well, what the fuck is this about cheesecake? Like, why am I trying to bribe her with food? Shouldn't the fact that she'll she will be able to live be enough? I I, I respectably add. It's not about experience her experience. living;
9: it's about everybody else living. Oh, oh right.
7: the great!
8: Yeah, I didn't even yeah. think to try the greater good.
7: My glasses don't yeah. work unless you're Fuck. wearing your glasses.
8: Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really... I can't yeah, I can't see shit. I should've, I should've Why don't you have your right glasses there. on? I just—I was so wrapped up in the moment, I, I didn't even think that, you know. Yeah, I—I I think you might be right there. I'm gonna—I'm gonna have to try that.
5: Yeah.
8: I'll, I, I'm gonna have to try that. Um, <laughs> well, I should probably let you guys get back to your show. Um, Fauci is an American hero. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a faggot, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later thank you caller.
9: wow weren't the kennedys tied up with the nazis at some point you do not know
2: what you are talking about quite frankly and i
4: want to say that officially you do
2: not know what you are talking about
7: all right (laughs) so okay where we left off fauci was using the flawed pcr test to diagnose kids that Probably didn't have AIDS with AIDS, and if their parents didn't want them put on experimental treatment, they were taken away by Child Protective Services.
11: Many are now learning that in 1992, under the direction of Anthony Fauci, the NIAID funded drug trials on HIV-positive children. Although many of the children were healthy and asymptomatic, asymptomatic. they had merely tested positive via faulty PCR tests administered through New York's Child Welfare Department, who then handed them over to the deadly experiments. Most of the drugs being tested on the children were already known to cause deformities, organ failure, brain damage, and other lethal side effects. And yet the children were required to continue with the drugs regardless of negative side effects. Those administering the drugs were explicitly told that all adverse side effects they witnessed in the children were being caused by the HIV infection and not the drugs. When parents refused to consent to these barbaric trials, children's services took their kids and placed them with foster families or children's homes where participation in the trial would be assured. When the children resisted the deadly drugs, they were brought to Columbia Presbyterian Hospital where plastic tubes were surgically inserted into their stomachs, and the deadly drugs they were trying to escape were pumped directly into their bodies. Once the children died, their bodies were added to a mass grave in Hawthorne, New York a large pit with AstroTurf thrown over it. To get around the Nuremberg Code and other laws, the state of New York created a special review board comprised of the hospital stakeholders. One may wonder, other than torturing and killing innocent children, what were they trying to accomplish? (laughs) Uh,
7: Fucking Fauci, man. No, he... Adam Curry has been on this kick for a while. The the, a, the handling of AIDS by him was almost as bad as what's going on. It was worse. You could argue it was worse back then because it wasn't on a massive scale like it is now. But no one that I know of under Fauci's direction has been taken away from their parents because they were not being put on experimental drugs. That's coming, I'm sure, but...
10: Yeah, once they started rolling this out to kids, I was like, "That's the next step here." There's actually been quotes, I think, from Joe Biden saying, "Like we don't want to have to split up families," and you can kind of see where that's going. Well, shit! Before we, uh, we'll come back. to So, that.
9: hang on, hang on. You know the Nuremberg. Co- you guys know what the Nuremberg Code is? Yeah, it's
7: it was, not law. Well, it's it no, it's is an international internationally law. agreed upon law, uh, but it's not like that's a great point. Well, it's it's not like. Uh, each country has its own law, but the Nuremberg Code was an agreed upon under the UN, right? Um, I don't think it so was nobody the respects UN. the UN. Well, right? I, we're not I supposed think, to respect I, I the even UN. I don't think it was the UN. So I believe list. it was uh, the it,
10: it was the it was the U.S., Germany, and uh, there was a couple other nations when they had the Nuremberg trials to basically like they were trying to railroad the Nazis as they should, you know, because they were committing you know, war crimes, atrocities, etc. But they, there was a group of countries that all agreed. I believe it was Great Britain, the United States, uh, Russia, and there may have been a couple others. But that's what made up the Nuremberg trials. And what they, they came out of that with the Nuremberg Code. But the, the problem is it's an unenforceable rule. It's like, you don't right. have – there's no police force behind the Nuremberg Code. <laughs> there's not like, right. you know, who are you going to call? that that's right. the problem with the nuremberg yeah code. i get you
7: but the let's okay so i'll give you that let's say the the nuremberg code is not a it's a written edict it's not a enforceable law but at the same time all everything in there is probably good guidelines to go by would you agree with that oh yeah
9: but there's like the un yeah. declaration of human rights that we don't go by either like i I don't. It's just a. It's it's just a Nazi thing without being a Nazi thing. Like that's the whole why they bring it. People bring it up. Like you can say, oh, they didn't well, go no, by it, the Nuremberg it, Code. Like no, you they know, bring that, it up There's a UN. To, there's a UN declaration of human rights that that Israel violates all the time, but nobody gives a shit. So like, well, that's care. <laughs> like,
7: that's because because it's Israel. Israel. Israel you can't criticize U.S. Israel, man. They'll ban you. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
9: I don't know. If there was a law that U.S. law he was violating, then it'd be a different thing. But it's it's not something we've agreed to. Like,
7: it's yeah. I think you're absolutely throw, right. Let's yeah, throw laws completely of out of the out of the equ- equation. Let's just say it's immoral what he did. How about that?
10: Yes, but then I don't, I don't, then it comes to and now what do you do? Which is kick his You ass. have a person in a position of power. <laughs> You, we you don't have, a person have to in a position hang
7: him or him, line him up in a firing squad. We just beat his ass with a parking cone. How about that? <laughs> right, but except that you're in the same. Or maybe realm stop of the woke him from people. being the most highly paid government employee for starters. <laughs> but, but again, well, you're, you're, in a, you're
9: in the world of the woke then, because you're just making up these moral rules, and then you're trying to say people should like. Here's the I thing: think like kidnapping
7: so, kids and drugging them with poison is beyond right, the world of the woke.
9: But that's the whole thing is you're that's what one person is saying. And like there's other people who have, you know, different info on that. And if like something like that, I've gotta think should be illegal. So if he is not being brought up for that, maybe the system is totally corrupt and see he is somehow escaping, you know, legal precedent or whatever. Or maybe something or maybe that's just your understanding is not true. Like
7: well, can we all agree I, that our I'm understanding of George of Bush and Dick Cheney in the Iraq war means they should be in, in prison? Yes.
9: But Yes, but that that's the whole reason I support the UN being stronger. Because you can't do anything about what the US government does. Like you guys don't well, support the UN no, being stronger. That's you no, no, no. That's,
7: the UN the UN is more centralized control on a bigger scale. What The fact that we let George Bush and Dick Cheney get away with what they're doing, the fact that we let Fauci get away with what he's doing, is an indictment on the U.S. citizens. It is our failure as a country. It's not a global responsibility to stop what we're doing. It's our responsibility Uh, as U.S. citizens to get these motherfuckers out of power.
10: No, that's like saying you can't believe that all these cattle have not left the farm. Like you're talking about – when you're talking about the citizens of the United States, you're talking about people that are being exploited by the United States in that in that capacity. So yes, it is a failure of us not holding people accountable, but it it's because people are looking at themselves and they are literally feeling like sheep saying, I just need to take this drug and they'll leave me alone rather than we need to do something to band together and have representation – to take care of this. It's a, it's a completely different way of looking at the world and understanding your place in it as a living man or woman that has – it has nothing to do with like – there's the legal aspect of it which you may or may not have any remedy in. But I mean it, we don't have control of our representation in, in, the, in this country clearly. Like the people that are running it are not the people that that got voted, or if they have, then then it's been it's been entirely based off of propaganda. It's one of two things.
9: I think the propaganda is, yes, probably true.
5: That's
9: but the that, that to me is, a, is that
10: that yeah that that to me makes the most sense as far as because it's not like. Again, when, when, some people look at our government and they go, "We we have an experiment in self government." It doesn't look like that to me. It looks like these are the farmers of men, which is totally different than than self government.
9: Well, I I think assholes try to take I I think assholes the whole the Constitution is built right if you in the Federalist Papers. The way they say they designed it, maybe they were all lying and whatever, but the way they say they designed it is such that the, you know, that, what is it, ambition goes against ambition. Such that, you know, they understood there would be assholes and they understand people are selfish and they have their own different interests, but if they could design such a system, that that would balance itself out. And has something changed since then? Did they not design it correctly? Sure, all those things. But that's ultimately what we're trying to have and i don't see another way to do that but you know i i don't know i like should fauci be brought up on something maybe i the the whole thing is like when people have difference of facts like you have to try to work that out and then ultimately if it's something that rises to that certain level you have to be able to legally go after them and if they control the legal system then you know you have to fix the legal system and you have to raise the knowledge base of the public. But
7: I. Here's I don't a question know. Does like, the statute of limitations apply to war crimes?
10: Or genocides? I don't. Well, who enforces these, who? these laws? That's, that's the whole exactly. thing. And that's where, exactly. And that's where um, I thought it was really interesting that you, had, you just had Ron DeSantis come out recently and basically saying he's having a Florida National Guard that has nothing to do with the Department of Defense. That was very interesting to me. And that to me might be a way out of this, where you have states that are taking a bigger role in their self protection, their own uh their own economics and protection of their citizenry outside of the structure of our corporate United States of America. That to me, that that, that might be the best way out of this, where where it's you make the federal government irrelevant.
9: Well, the original you know government that we had the articles of confederation said that was showed that to be a problem and then we went to the constitution so maybe the times have changed what? maybe it should be something different but well, no, we, i think we you're gonna, end- have, you're gonna have a war of states again
10: that's what you're gonna end up well, with. well hold on you, you you should always have the constitution um but the 10th amendment is that all things not laid out in the constitution go to the states
9: right but then when there's been challenges the supreme court will some way that ends up not being what i mean the supreme court has never taken up certain things which is really a problem too but i'd say there are some I can holes agree with
5: that yeah
9: um can we i mean i, I guess i we're having a difference of opinion i guess at this point like or a difference on facts i mean
10: um which is true i uh, bet but i bet we could all agree that maybe there needs to be an investigation on fauci we're three, okay with that, a sure. We're three people of very different ideologies. We're three people of very different ideologies that would be happy to see an investigation, but you will never see that. All right. So, um, can
9: we get back to McCullough for a second? Sure. Um, he, so, I believe his high number was 45,000 Americans are dead because of the, vac- the vaccines.
7: I thought it was um, 19,000. That is what he said, isn't it?
9: I thought he said, like, with all the others, like, their database being off and different things. Oh, yeah, but it's saying-
7: 19,000 according to the CDC zone numbers, which he... Right. He, and he clarifies that those do get vetted. They, they like, right. there's so, an icon but- ig- acknowledging when and when the CDC has not, when they have and when they have not confirmed this... Okay. Uh, and you hear people so, like get, job you say that. that the VAERS database, anybody can submit to it, and it's not vetted, which is total misinformation, because mm, okay. it's a felony to misreport on VAERS, and after that, they get vetted. So with less, from what I understand, as of that episode with Rogan, 19,000 people have died from the COVID-19 vaccine in the United States, and that's okay. not including we'll that all the then. paralyzed people, including one who Dean Reiner had on his show for a two-hour interview where he is permanently since you've had the vaccine paralyzed by the Moderna. Okay. Um,
9: but so here's the thing. I this is, Like, this is what I was going um, There's a, uh, his name is on Twitter. I'm me, who you do. Uh, anyway, goes by twerk supremacist on Twitter. I go back and forth with him. A lot of this COVID stuff. I just thought I should mention him, but anyway, he got me to, you know, watch this or listen to this thing. Um, The doctor, the good doctor said, he's you know, if we want to go 20,000 or 19,000, let's do that. But he, he also said, this is my understanding from listening to what I did. He said that the VAX makes, creates more spike proteins than the virus actually does. And he also said that, the spike proteins are the only dangerous part of the virus. Do you guys agree to that? Do you remember that at all?
10: I've heard that before
9: this. Okay. What I'm trying to understand, okay, is how do you then get more deaths from the virus than you do from the vaccinations?
7: Well, we if know the numbers are shady, dude. They've been put. They've been fucking counting shootings and car crashes as COVID. That's confirmed. We don't well, know how many, but we I know think some. No, Will's onto something.
10: But but that was what I, no, that was he's... the point I was making earlier. Hang on, but... uh, that was the point I was making earlier about the healthy user bias, where you have people that are healthy taking something that is, let's say, mildly dangerous, and they don't have any issue with it because they adjust to it, and and also that spike protein, that is apparently what makes the vaccine actually somewhat effective is it's it's training the body to recognize that spike protein so while it is a danger it also is something that the the body is training so the but like I said it's a healthy user bias you have unhealthy old sick people that were initially hit with this thing in New York and places like that and you had these these crazy death tolls and then after that, you had the healthy user bias of doctors and other people that were super interested in modern medicine, like jumping in line to say, I want to take the vaccine and, and, you know, be a guinea pig for this thing. So you had you have that entire thing swaying what the data is going to look like because you have a healthy person taking the vaccine versus a sick but, person who had okay, comorbidities at the beginning.
9: McCullough said it's the same process for either way. He said it's one percent. Basically, you know, the, the, and and Joe went back and forth with him about this. He basically said mm-hmm. that either way, whether you get the vax or you get the virus, it's essentially one percent of people who really have a problem with it. And he dope. also did say early on that he he basically accepted the number of eight hundred thousand. So I, I mean, even if you I were, were to drop that number, that. but I'm not okay. Done. But even if you were to drop that number by ten, right? you like you still get 80,000 from the virus compared to you're saying 20,000 from the vaccine and unless we're supposed to believe that you know let's say three like way more people have actually like you know i the the numbers that are going around right now are basically 50 million people have had the virus and we're at 200 uh, million that have uh been vaccinated so that's a huge discrepancy that you would expect to go the other way on on how many and the other thing he also said is he said nobody not one person joe brought it up tw- brought up to him say he knows yeah, the you guy. guys still there? but he said yeah yeah sorry do you want me to repeat any of that sorry so so even if you drop if, if you if you drop the number divide by 10 right for the number of deaths from the virus so let's say you say it's only 80 that's still like that's still four times as many people dead from the virus as dead from the vaccine and you have the opposite direction on the number that have had it you have four times as many people have had the vaccine as have had the virus and if you want to say that way more people have actually had the virus that it's been spreading a lot more like you just can't get those numbers up to to match that area and the other thing that you have to bring in which is what sorry what i was just saying Which is that he said, McCullough said that nobody, not one person, has actually gotten infected twice. He said nobody has actually had an actual COVID case and then gotten an actual COVID case again. Nobody that that is
7: unvaccinated. I think the vaccine actually fucks with your immunity. But I've not seen an unvaccinated case where they got COVID twice. I might be missing it.
9: Okay, well, he, oh,
7: I guess then that throws everything off. I,
9: I, you're just he—he's essentially saying it's the same action that happens, and just the numbers just cannot support what. He, that, I cannot dispute him on expertise, right? I do not have the expertise. I do not have the data that that he has. All I can try to point out is things that his own words go against what he's arguing,
6: right. and it's a con- I can't have him
9: in the. And I right, I can't have him in the room to try to work that out. And so when I see this kind of stuff in the same way that, let's say, you talk to a mechanic or a plumber and they say something and it fucking doesn't make any sense based on what you know, or like says something and then goes back and says something that doesn't work with that, like that's all I can do with these people. And I so I might be
7: able to get him on the show if you guys are interested, but it's sure. But after I was in talks with him to get him on because he was on um, oh, Trucial awesome. <laughs> and stuff. After he was on Rogan, I'm sure. It's going to be a lot yeah. harder to get a hold of him because he's got bigger fish to fry. But if that still is the case, you both are welcome to come on and talk to, with him. But to go back to I, where he said uh, yeah. the 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 um, li- nanolipid injection mRNA vaccine okay. causes more spike proteins than having the virus itself. Granted, I have no expertise in virology. I would imagine that makes nothing but sense because... You are inject you are injecting mRNA that teaches your DNA to create these spike proteins, so they're continuously creating them. We don't know how long for, and no one that even makes the vaccine seems to have an answer as to how long your body's going to keep creating spike proteins. But it would make sense if your body is the one creating spike proteins, you would have more spike proteins as someone who is vaccinated with an mRNA shot than somebody who got COVID out in the wild that isn't injected with an mRNA teaching your body to create spike proteins. Does that make sense? Well,
9: yeah, except that it happens either way. Like, that's kind of this argument about like why mRNA is not just like a crazy new thing, which is that what a virus does is it injects cells and tells cells to, to make more of the of the virus. And so all the mRNA thing is doing is essentially do it's it's doing the same thing. It's telling cells to not make the whole virus, but just to make the the, the spike protein. And, and then what ends up happening is your body learns how to fight it. So that, I mean, that's what I think is, you were asking a question, you know, how long does your body keep making it? Well, your body makes it until your body has learned to fight it off. And then even if your body's making it, you know, whatever cells, whatever cells, the MRNA have taught to make the spike protein, um, are getting killed when your body starts to learn how to fight it. In the same way that if your body were to get the actual virus and your cells are getting, you know, infected and taught to make more of the virus, your body essentially, you know, eventually learns to, you know, make, learn to fight it and and kill it. So either way, you're having the same process. The only difference is, is the mRNA causing it and is it teaching it to make the whole virus or just the spike protein? And what, what I struggle with is, is the other piece of what he's saying i my understanding and this is from a sam harris had christakis on yesterday i listened to that too i recommend that to people but in that case he said that it is not just the spike protein that's a problem it is the rest of the virus that is also a problem the spike protein is part of it you know it causes one part of you know how your body freaks out. But the rest of the virus also causes problems that to me, if you think that through that to me makes more sense as to why you could have, let's say 20,000 having a problem with the vaccine, but way more having a problem when you put the whole damn virus in your body or when it gets in your body that makes, I'm so like Christakis's argument makes from what I've listened to, right. From what I understand makes a, it makes more sense than, um, the Nambicala's the,
7: the argument. Sorry. A lot of what you so, said makes sense. I, I think I'm back. I'd have I have to look back? into. It. I do have a, a PSA about how you're talking about the spike proteins work. Here's a PSA on that.
3: God, I hate getting shots. Why do I gotta get this stupid COVID vaccine anyway? Peter, it's COVID. You should know how to say it. It's been well over a year. Yeah, well, I, I only ever read it. So, if it isn't the mommy to be, no, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna be competent today. Now, before I administer the vaccine, do you have any questions? Yeah, uh, how does your vaccine work? Well, think of the vaccine as a large ethnic bouncer and COVID as the drunk entitled white kid yelling, do you know who my father is? God, do I have to do everything? Vaccines have been around for hundreds of years. They helped eliminate smallpox from the face of the earth and they're well on the way to doing the same with polio. Those were once devastating diseases, you understand, and now, thanks to vaccines, you don't even have to worry about them. What do you say, Brian? Should we show them how it works? Well, I have a date with that chick that works at the bowling alley. What the hell? Where are we? We're inside the fat man's body. Fine, I'll text her. I'll be late. There's no reception. Oh, yes, there's too much plaque in his arteries. You'll never get a signal. Anyway, vaccines protect us from illnesses by activating our immune response without the danger of actual infection. Thereby training the body to fight off the real thing. Some of the COVID vaccines work by exposing your immune system to proteins which resemble the spike protein of the virus, but cannot infect you. The vaccine stimulates your immune system to make antibodies against the virus, mimicking what happens when you get COVID, except that you don't get sick with the vaccine. The mRNA vaccines actually use the genetic code of the virus to create a pretend version of the spike protein. Hi, I look like the virus, but I'm not the virus. When the real virus tries to attack your body, these pre-made circulating immune proteins are already available, coded to recognize the virus and at the ready to fight back. They essentially find, bind to, and kill the invading virus, drastically reducing the chances that you'll get sick. The vaccine also results in the creation of memory cells that will fight the virus in years to come. Memory cells, right, right. I'm glad you said that, I was gonna touch on it. Don't, don't do that. So the more quickly we all get vaccinated, the more quickly we can all get back to doing the things we love safely. Right, like that chick at the bowling alley. Yeah, I was thinking of, like, concerts. As of now, billions of COVID vaccines have been administered safely to people around the world. Uh, Brian, I think you're stepping on Peter's liver. Help me. Oh, God. Yes, let's just swim over here. All right, well, what Peter might ask is, what if the vaccine makes him sick? The common side effects from the COVID vaccines are generally mild and last a few days. But do you know what CAN have serious long-term side effects? COVID. Well, you know, he also says he just figures everyone else is going to get it, so why does he have to? Well, what he should understand is that getting the shot not only protects him, but also the people around him. But even more importantly, if the virus is allowed to spread through an unvaccinated population, it could mutate into a variant that the vaccines might not protect against. And then we're right back where we started. Gal Gadot singing Imagine. We cannot let that happen. Well, well, I just realized this is like one of those schoolhouse rocks. Except, you know, without the rock. Yeah, it's like school. Way to end strong, Brian. You know what, Doc? I changed my mind. Something inside of me tells me I ought to get the shot. I think you're going to be very happy you did. Okay, just give me fair warning because I'm very afraid of needles. And also some guy on the radio said... You're done. See that is. It was easy. Is that a freaking Bart Simpson Band-Aid?
7: It's up to you. COVID-19 vaccination from Family Guy. As if they were going to do
3: that right,
10: he should have died at the end.
7: There were, yeah, <laughs> there were several moments in that that were misinformation. Like, one, that it protects the people around you. Uh, even Bill Gates admits that's not true. But you know. um, Also, why are we taking advice from Stewie? I know I've brought it up on the show before, yeah. but Stewie is an evil... The evil baby. Why is he the COVID? I guess it's uh, you know following the footsteps of Fauci. Um, He's for
10: sure a eugenics baby.
7: Yeah, something's weird going on there. The whole, and, and there, there was like, uh, there was like, I'd have to go back, but there were several points in there where I was like, and you could say it's outdated science. The science is always changing, but uh, yeah, something's off. Something's off with that. So
10: um, what I wanted to comment on with, for, with with what Will said is I think this is a great thing that. Uh, or a great point that Dr. Peter McCullough was saying that he wants to have a debate with uh, these pro-vax people.
7: One million dollars
10: or two million dollars? It's not. Awesome. It's not happening. That that conversation isn't happening, and I think that's one of the biggest issues going on. Is uh, you know if if they think they have this data that no one else has, and they're presenting it, it's like, well, you gotta you gotta let make it so everyone can see it and everyone can criticize it.
7: No, no, no. Then, no. Um, because the FDA requested. To that judge that they don't have to release the COVID nineteen safety data until the year twenty seventy six.
10: You're right. Insane. It's gonna be a while.
7: No. And that no. I mean that,
10: that alone should, should make anyone skeptical. About Anybody this whole thing. I agree. sees that, I agree. I agree. should be like, hmm. <laughs> yep. Red
7: flag. I agree. It's
10: you're the, you're uh, not JFK, doing the testing right? anymore. You already stopped the yeah.
7: tests. Why do we need to wait? You know, fifty plus years to see the data.
4: Yep.
10: Yeah, well, um, I think we uh, we probably can wrap up here. I mean, my, my phone's about to die, but um, at okay. least I got to go.
7: Oh shit! Well, uh, God, I didn't. I think, throw, I think I think Omicron is flip. a good thing. You gotta put, put, put your totally, charger in real quick because I have a couple. Yeah. I have a couple things I want to cover real fast.
10: Okay, uh, let me see what I can find in my garage. Go ahead, I'll put it on mute. Go, rock and roll. What
7: were you gonna say, Will?
9: I was just gonna say like. There was a whole media freak out about Omicron, and I think it's actually going to end up being a good thing because I think it's super mild, super transmissible. And it's essentially going to serve as a natural vaccine where, you know, everybody's going to get it and basically become immune to many variants and basically end this whole thing.
7: That's
9: my uh, very hopeful view.
7: Until they release the new bioweapon that's actually the real one. I, I have. I, I think Will's probably
10: right. I I, I don't think they're going to do that though, because I I really think they're ready to let the economy rip and roar because it's been uh, now that Joe Biden's president, they're going to be like, look, we had the best economy ever when Joe Biden was in, so they they got to make it look good right <laughs> yeah. now. Uh,
7: here's a 1968 Rockefeller report. Uh, <clears throat> the so-called morning after pill has yet to be has yet not yet been tested in this 1968. The so-called morning after pill has yet to be tested on human beings. Its effectiveness and the likes is yet to be unknown. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, But those have been... Serious... Oh. But th- they have been found to have serious problems in toxicity in animals. And here's the underlying point from the Rockefeller Foundation in 1968. Very little work is in progress on immunological immunology- Immune, immune immunological. <laughs> Let me try that again. Six more times. <clears throat> try to go. Yeah. Try again. Very little work is in progress on immunolo- immunological methods, such as vaccines to reduce fertility. And much more research is required on a solution to be found here. The Rockefeller Foundation, 1968. Uh, and then, guess who the Rockefeller Foundation is funding now? Gavi, the vaccine manufacturer. And not
10: just the Rockefellers, the U.S. government, and uh, that was done by Trump.
7: And Bill Gates is uh, on record talking about vaccines to reduce fertility. And, you know, uh, his polio vaccine in India caused more cases of polio than it did the wild polio. Uh, So this is nothing new that we're seeing here with the vaccines, but I... I'll, I'll skip past. I know there was a lot to deconstruct in that McCullough clip. Uh, anybody? I, I'll put it in the show. I'll put the whole episode with Rogan. Spotify link in the show notes for people to go deconstruct that. But there was also yeah. uh, P- McCullough also went on Sanjay Gupta. Did you? Did you guys hear Sanjay Gupta? I haven't. I did that
4: episode
7: no. on Rogan. It's on I my list. No, no, no. Uh, well, McCullough called him out for that.
4: What's going on uh, here? is that we have a situation where we have people in positions of authority the person you had on here in a position of authority was sanjay gupta and i'm going to pick on him a little bit because sanjay gupta uh came on sesame street and i want to show the graphic if i don't have it he came on sesame street and uh what he did is with another cnn correspondent he was actually seducing children into taking the vaccine
1: yeah i saw that it's very disturbing okay
4: seducing I am telling you, no good doctor would do that because there must be risks and benefits. Did he tell the kids and the parents there's FDA warnings that this can cause heart inflammation? Did the other CNN correspondent who's a mother, did she show even show an ounce of concern? What Scott Atlas uses in his book, Joes, the term he uses is off the rails. We're off the rails. People in positions of authority are doing bad things, trying to seduce children into taking a vaccine that has official FDA warnings on it without giving fair balance. That's malfeasance. That's wrongdoing by people in position of authority.
7: So, you could say, yeah, the the reason Sanjay Gupta said, or or rather, neglected to say that these vaccines can cause myocarditis in children when he had the Sesame Street characters pushing it, saying it's safe and effective, is because that's only 1-5% to of kids that have myocarditis. But, But you could do the same thing with COVID in reverse. You could say, like, why don't they do that with COVID on CNN? Then? Why don't they say that only, like, four children in the entire United States have actually died of COVID? They have an agenda. Right.
9: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and I, I I hate the trying to sell this shit to kids. I don't like that.
7: Yeah, it's, like, it's fucked. We got to have and, an honest
9: conversation. That's what we're, we're not doing. It.
7: Not. And then Fauci, even himself, uh, has come out and said with the COVID vaccine, it can cause more harm than good.
8: This would not be the first time if it happened that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. There was the history of the respiratory syncytial virus vaccine in children, which paradoxically made the children worse. One of the HIV vaccines that we tested several years ago actually made individuals more likely
7: to get infected. Ah. Right.
8: So do you know when that clip's from?
7: It's like two years ago, isn't it? Or March, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah.
9: Before they had any vaccines. We, yeah, when things were just kicking off. And there's yeah. a much, it's a, from a much larger video and it's with uh,
7: Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah, it's Zuckerberg. Talks Mark about, Zuckerberg uh, in there.
10: ADE. I believe he talks about ADE.
7: Yes, which he doesn't talk about anymore. That's my problem is like Fauci, Fauci of... That era, Fauci of early 2020, was much more honest. He said masks might make people feel better, and they might even b- block a droplet, but really it's it probably will m- cause more harm than good. Fauci even pinned a paper about how most of the people during the Spanish flu died because of bacterial pneumonia caused by the masks, and yet he reverses all that and starts pushing masks. He reverses how the vaccine might be harmful, more harmful than good, and now is... Saying that it's completely safe and effective, this guy is fucking bad news.
9: I don't like the science it, thing, you know. I'm science or whatever
7: the hell. Anything. Yeah, scientists do. It's science. really
10: interesting how how this is like falling on new, What what is so close to the 100 year anniversary to the Spanish flu? It just feels like a like that a 100 year ref- like globalist refresher. I like the ancient like, aliens. Here's how we can tighten things,
7: things down. Adam on the latest no agenda played the Ancient Aliens clip where they're like. What if every pandemic was, uh, aliens brought it down to cull our population in the same way that we cull populations of cattle and, Mm -hmm. and sheep. And it's like, yeah, (laughs) uh, like maybe like, why would something like, uh, the black plague like come out of nature, you know? Like, I don't know. I like the idea. It's a fun theory. That's a good, I mean, anything
10: before, like, I, I think even the Spanish flu could have been engineered for all we know, um. You know, when you're dealing with like military stuff that are like high level and that you got yeah, people that, that they can't talk about it, like it, it could have been made in the lab as much as okay, like, sure. this could have been. So, I mean, I, but like the Black Plague, obviously, like, you know, people were a lot more primitive back then.
7: And how about, the, uh, how about this that's shit that's where Bill thought. Gates is talking about how there's going to be, there's clips of him saying there's going to be bioterrorism involving, um, Smallpox. smallpox. And two weeks later, they find a bunch of smallpox vials that are like, "Oh, this shouldn't be here." It's like, "What the fuck?" And,
10: yeah. and the only places that have it are the uh, CDC and uh, and somewhere in Russia. Yep. Yeah, it's strange, strange are you, are, stuff.
9: All right, I have a policy change. You guys, see if you guys are in on it. Um, okay. We take all we take away all the money from these billionaires, and we basically nobody is allowed to have more than basically 100 million dollars
10: so bernie sanders <laughs> uh
9: sorry i missed that
10: yeah
7: co- okay so, nobody, I think so nobody's much of their allowed power, to have more than 100 like, million dollars yeah yeah but the, who's the I the problem the problem always arises who's making these laws we are yeah but okay so the there's always going to be room for corruption in in a law like this. You'd like we'd have to get the pitch pitchforks out to enforce this. But I like the idea, right. kind of. But then then here, okay. like, who's to say? Like, what if somebody actually deserves to have a billion dollars?
9: Well, how does that? Does, I see. I just don't think that that is a deserved thing. Like, I think the super smartest, awesomest, whatever. Like, I think $100 million kind of makes sense. Like, you could have, you know, Dr. Strange or whatever before he hurt his hands or whatever, the super, yeah. <laughs> you know, the best medical guy or whatever the hell, like, works the hardest, all this kind of stuff. The difference between somebody or, like, some guy that, you know, runs a car dealership and he's just amazing at it or whatever the hell, whatever these people are that are able to do that, the difference between making $100 million and making a billion or whatever the $100 billion that some of these guys are at. Like, that is just right time, right, 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 you know, industry, right time. Like, that is the difference. And they turn that into so much power. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's it's just unbalancing democracy. I almost, like, we could redistribute that money directly. Like, don't even let the government touch it. Just have it automatically go to a fund that, like, gets distributed out immediately. But, like, that's just luck, and it's just... That, that difference, all that, all that hard work they did to like get to that, hundred million. Like, there's a ton of people out there that do that. But even if you have like a good-hearted, like the the perfect, if you let's say Ron Paul ends up with a hundred billion dollars, he's still going to be biased in certain ways, just because of how he, you know, his experience growing up, the way he thinks. Like, oh. it's just too much power to put into one person's hands. I mean, he I might be the best this. person to put those power in,
7: but if we come up with a method which i am highly skeptical of happening but uh, on the off chance that we come up with a method of government efficiency and lack of government corruption i would be fine with wealth distribution in a manner similar to that but the problem okay. with the bernie Thank sanders you. thing and the problem problem with all this stuff is the government takes more and more money and they do less and less for the people right. historically not just u.s government every government once you give the government right. more money and tax the billionaires It's not any, like, this doesn't typically benefit the people. So, you're yes, you're going to take all the money away from the rich, and you're going to take all the money away from the poor, and you're going to have government blowing the money on shit that doesn't help anybody. If there was a actually law-written, direct thing where this wealth was redistributed to working, lower-class people, or people that are on genuinely cannot work, I'm fine. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm. I can't we sign on just to that. It. Typically, yeah, I can't sign on that's to that. You know, some well, uh, allegedly in Minecraft, sometimes I'll just burn money like to fight inflation because it's, it's helping <laughs> to stop like how much money's in circulation. You know, that's a, that's
10: kind of what I was actually about to talk about. Is is you have to look at this from a totally different angle of like what what's happening today or even like let's say over the last year or whatever where you had these like. Enhanced unemployment benefits, all this stuff—you had so much extra money in circulation, and then once it percolated out, you had this crazy inflation bump. You'd have a totally opposite issue if you uh, took money away from billionaires, and because because it's what is money? Money is just a instrument, um, especially when you're talking about like federally approved notes of what money is. So if you say no one can have more than a hundred million dollars, it's like you're saying you can't have more than $100 million when, when milk is $3 a gallon because that that's all relative. Um, and as soon as you change yeah. that circulation of money, you're also going to completely change the quality of life for, you, for the entire country too because most of the jobs that are created are created by billionaires. I mean, whether we like these people or not, like the the all likelihood, it's either you're either directly getting paid from a company... That's that's has a billionaire running it, or a small business that supplies to them in some fashion, just because of how much power they have, and but um, they can
9: still run things. I mean,
10: just but do I, they want to? That's what I'm getting ready to get get at next. Is it, Like once you have the United States say fuck you to the oligarchy that's running it, because there is clearly an oligarchy, either directly or indi- indirectly controlling this country. Um, that's where, I mean, you can kind of get into the weeds of like, is it like, are they just straight up running it directly? Or is it something where like they kind of use propaganda? And I don't know which one it is, but I think we can Mm -hmm. kind of agree there's an oligarchy running things. But once you tell them to go fuck themselves, um, you're going to have major, major issues, but you, but you're, but you're, you're right to a point that you have to do something. Um, I just don't know who or what is the right. Uh, structure of, yeah. of handling that because it, it, if you look at what's happening right now, a lot of these problems are because these people are using their their power and money to buy more power and money, and it's it's you know when you talk about like quote the one percent or whatever, these are the one oh percent of God. everything. Like they have the most power, they have the most ability to affect things. Like when Bill Gates says he wants everyone to get a vaccine, you know, fast yeah. forward nine months, how many people have it? And uh, it's just that yeah, it's that all, level all of influence.
9: <laughs> it no make it makes no sense that we listen to him. Like it's yeah. only his money that people listen to him. Like
10: yes, and because yeah, he's, he's straight up, close with he's Epstein buying them to listen to him. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, that and that and that's where like because I, right. I, I don't like I, I I disagree with you from a straight up economic perspective that that would actually solve anything. But you're to mm-hmm. something. In that you can see, like, that, that's where I've, I've definitely changed over the last year or two is I used to just be kind of like, like, oh, like the free market. Well, the free market is a market of monopolies in in, in the way that it's running right now because the free market is tied in with government. Like we, so we had the whole Antifa movement that went on in this country where you had like people burning buildings down and all this nonsense. But like, that's a, like, Fascism is real. <laughs> that's that's literally what's going on right now where you have Operation Warp Speed where the government is giving money to a corporation every time a person gets a shot. So they get, uh, I believe it's $30 every time someone gets a Pfizer shot. Just for, just for one example. That is like the definition of fascism. And that was going on at the exact same time you had Antifa riding in the streets and they never mentioned a word about vaccines because Antifa is really funded by the oligarchy but it's almost like they were just like ironically named that so that way people don't actually break up to the fascism is there
7: another example of the government mandating that somebody purchase a product uh obamacare oh (laughs) what am i thinking (laughs) yeah Yeah.
10: and i wonder and i wonder how much of that going through the court and then ending up like it did had to happen for what's going on now
7: yeah i mean that set the president.
10: Yeah, where like they can. That's why
7: uh, Roe v. Wade, like, uh, I mean, they've talked about this on No Agenda, and uh, Hotep Jesus has talked about it. But yeah, if they can get rid of the Roe v. Wade, my body, my choice, it's like that. That's one of the last bastions of things that is keeping us from mandates, vaccine wise. Uh, I know I'm not 100% sure
10: with that because it is different.
7: It's not the it same thing.
10: Yeah. Uh, to, to be able to say, like, a woman is allowed to get an abortion or you have to take a vaccine, these are just completely different arguments that would have to be argued from a legal perspective. And, and historically, the when you look at the legal arguments for vaccines, it's always been, or else you have to pay a tax which is just like what happened with Obamacare, where they say you have to buy health insurance or you have to pay a tax. And that was really they took what that came down to. And $800 dollars
7: out of my tax return every fucking year because I couldn't afford health insurance. But that's super it's right.
9: liberal. No,
7: yeah, yeah that's, that's
9: a was shitty sh- policy. That i so, I said, so said it was a shitty policy.
10: <laughs> but you want to go yeah. full government health care where, where you would definitely I have do. mandated vaccines. But you've got to think, if, well, they, if, if, if these people have, like, I'm, okay. Then I would, if I had a if heart attack, can, they
7: wouldn't let me in the hospital if I was unvaccinated. 100%. No, they Without shouldn't do doubt, that. I that, said that, be, that
9: they, they should not do that. That's not a, that's
7: But they not would, okay. though. I know you don't agree with that, but that's how it would go. Let's be honest. If, if you just look at what's going on in the world today,
10: like, the, the fact that Pfizer has more power than just about any corporation in the country— yeah, that's without a doubt. That's a given. They'd be like, "We won't even talk to you until you have like you know fifty
7: boosters." That that's just how the uh, I think the they system. put you they in a, a different 50 room. fifty boosters? You gotta get you gotta get that fifty first before we we'll let you in, bro. Come yeah. on now. I think exactly. they put you, you in get a different... booster
10: before you even walk in. I think they have a for wing for unvaccinated. Sorry, say or, I again, mean that, that's that's probably how it'll work. In like in actuality, because we have these certain laws and protections for people in this country. But things are a right. little bit different here, whereas it, there's places where they, they, have less, uh, they have less of those protections. And because of that, it's becoming like a, a very vaccine passport sort of situation. I mean, I, I remember in the very beginning of this thing where people in, uh, in Britain were not getting treated because they have socialized medicine straight up, um, that they weren't getting treated unless they were vaccinated. And that was in the beginning of this. I mean, that's not even now. I, I believe there's – I'm sure they're still having – like I don't, I don't know. know that one. Yeah, I, I, I remember have, seeing sorry, that. Sorry, I just thought they would
9: around. put you in a different wing probably.
10: That, right. I mean, that, that to me, if they're really that worried about it, that's what they should do. But right. that – I mean, it, 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 so it's one of those things. If you're talking about the government and if it's actually us, like if it's the three of us and it's the government – then, yeah, I can agree to a lot of different things. The problem is these corporations have an oversized role in the ability to control what our government is. So because of that, it makes me not want the government to control very much of anything.
9: Understood, yeah. I mean, to plug my show, Culture War Radio, uh, (laughs) that's, you know, I'd say liberal values are worth fighting for, and I don't mean left values. I mean, basically... You know, open conversation, discussion, critical thinking, Classical and um, yeah, yeah, trying to have a government that is actually accountable to the public and not to um, the assholes we were just talking about. Um, so, and that to me is the only fix for this.
10: Like, I, you know, it's you we just the have people fighting that's, for that. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I really, I think in a lot of ways, this, this, uh, this pandemic has brought our our views. It, Closer together, despite the fact that we might be very different on uh, whether or not you should get a vaccine. I don't think that even matters, though. Like, that's because you're for the freedom to not get it is the most important thing. Right. Um,
9: and it's it, – it'll kill me if nobody takes him up on his debate. I mean, that, that – I've been dying for that. That'll tell you a
10: lot, too. Yeah, it will. That these people that's are the not able stuff to. stuff needs to happen. Yeah. But it, these people are not able to for whatever reason, whether whether they work in an industry – that is so pro social ostracization for for doing something like that that's that's a bad sign or if they like they're compromised in some way if you want to go the extreme conspiracy route if they all hung out at epstein island if you want to go that route that's an option too but i mean either one of those are not good options and at some point one of them has to be true
7: i would encourage people to i don't remember there was a recap episode that we did early on the show it might have been like episode 13 or 14. Where we went deep into some of the weird Epstein ties of his early development. This was back in early twenty twenty, we did the episode. His his early his Epstein's development and funding of MRNA technology, nanotechnology, cloning, all this stuff ties in. And then recently I had Charlie Robinson on of macroaggressions, uh two episodes ago. I would encourage people to check that out because he, he turned me on to some stuff that I'm still looking into now uh, regarding Epstein and the vaccine connection. A lot of, a lot of strange shenanigans there. And uh, McCullough even talked about on that Rogan episode that Moderna was working on a COVID-19 vaccine before COVID-19 became a thing. And sure enough, the patents for a lot of these things go back to 2019, 2018. So what the hell's going yeah. on there?
10: Did yeah, you, there's a
7: lot of shady um,
9: stuff with that. I've listened to uh, this guy here. He has a podcast called The Time of Monsters. He's a very standard, you know, MSNBC kind of ish character. But uh, he had an interview about, um, he talked about uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's dad. And, oh,
5: yeah.
9: Yeah. And I think, like, he basically figured out this whole scheme of kind of working with, you know, intelligence or whatever or government and then also trying to be like a liaison between government and, like, specifically science and industry and made a ton of fucking money off of that. And I I definitely think that she is, like, she is the one. It, It wasn't him. Like, I think she is basically continuing her dad's strategy of like how to get along in the world of being mm-hmm. rich and serving you know interests
10: like that's a yeah i think is mean, the but, key of it so if you say that and um I don't, I don't disagree with you at all it really seems to me like epstein was just like a like he was just kind of partying and, and taking advantage yeah. of like, the perks of being she may his, have had his, him killed. his job position so, uh, easily i possible. think that's possible um, yeah easily possible but so let, let if that's the case then that's basically saying that's an indictment that that Israel either largely or in some part has a very very powerful control over the US and not just like a I don't they have uh, let's influence. be nice yeah Jews. I <laughs> yeah. didn't say anything about Jews I said Israel um,
9: right. Me too. Well, let's be nice.
10: And, and he who does to, Trump uh, love? Trump loves Israel.
9: he Well, he told not Netanyahu to fuck off, right? Didn't he? Just, there was like a clip recently.
10: Yeah, I wish um, he would have done that. But uh, he, yeah. yeah, exactly. While he was and, off, and he also, I mean, he he also went, had a clip recently where he was talking about like how it's like kind of kind of sad that uh, Israel doesn't have the same sway that it used to in, in Congress or something. Like
7: I don't know that. Oh, there was a clip of him talking about how Israel controls Congress. There's also, I yeah. was looking for it during the show and I forgot about it, but uh, I know I've heard it on No Agenda. There's clips of Trump saying, like like, like you were talking about, Boris, the, like Pfizer's looking for, they have dollar signs in their eyes for boosters, even though the boosters aren't going to help anything. They're like, yeah, the more we can sell. 100%. Which, I mean, dude, I can't blame
10: them. The problem is, why are we unable to hold them account for this? That's the right. whole thing Agreed. that comes back to you. Like, I am in no way shocked that Pfizer's looking yep. at us to make money. It, I, it's just like when I get a call from my union hall, I'm looking to make money too. Like, that, that we're all in this trying to work. Like, I get it. The, the difference is, like... If I'm doing something unethical, someone's able to hold me to account, whereas right. they're doing something unethical and no one can do anything about this. We're just like just yep. watching this happen. We're just watching Sesame Street go like, get your shot. Like, yeah. And, and we're all Elmo like slack jawed. Like, shots. what the fuck?
7: <laughs> and, and Elmo I mean, I'm, been I'm not used... advocating. Elmo is voiced <laughs> by a pedophile,
2: but Elmo loves shots.
10: Yeah, I, uh, I'm not advocating any particular solution because I don't really have one besides maybe get your own chickens and uh, try not to depend <laughs> on the, uh, the food supply as much as possible because I, I don't really know what else to do except be completely right. decentralized and just not be involved in the system as much as possible. I mean, because you're going to have to be. You're going to have to come in contact with a hospital or a doctor. I mean, it, you're not going to be able to live like as a complete hermit. But uh, I, yeah, I don't, re- I don't really have any good solutions. Until Professor Yeah, a lot of chickens
9: Did you uh Hey I gotta roll, I got, got a hard out. Okay. Talk to
7: you
5: later.
10: It was good uh good hey, chat with you guys. You go, I'll catch you later. Uh,
7: where can people find you? Yo.
10: At at Z Blackpill on Twitter the letter Z <gasps> say that Yup. There, there's too much <laughs> going on back there. Are you the in control now. of
9: this thing yet? Or,
10: yeah. <laughs> it doesn't
7: seem like it. No.
8: I'm sorry, the person you were
7: trying... God, okay, so that's the fourth <laughs> chicken farmer that we've called today that has not answered the phone, so sorry uh, for that.
10: Oh my God. Okay, yeah, so at Z Blackpilled <laughs> on Twitter. At ZBlackfilled.
7: I'll put that in the show notes, yep oh and of cool. uh, course okay. uh at boris d Python, one word on no agenda social that's it uh and it, before you go, last question, Boris, is it uh a prerequisite exclusive requirement that as a chicken farmer, you don't answer the phone. <laughs>
10: um so far what i've found is that is the case i usually don't answer my phone either i i'm looking for work so um, i have to answer sometimes because i'm hoping that my business agent call me but otherwise uh no i don't like to answer the phone
7: all right we're, we'll do this again uh we'll do this again sooner than later always always good to have a reunion good to have you back boris and uh you, will mr magos where can people find out it's culturewar.radio obviously anywhere else Correct.
9: Yeah, that's the podcast, Sunday nights, 9 p.m. to midnight. Um, totally open. Find your way there and find a way onto the show. And uh, just WJ Magus at Twitter and WJ Magus at liberal.city
7: on the Fediverse. So, thank you. Beautiful. Good convo, guys.
4: Our call has been forwarded to an audience.
7: Thanks, Will. Thanks, Boris. And I'll holla at you all on the flip side. We'll do it again soon. Sounds good. Yep. Bye. Peace.
6: Hi, I'm John, head of the candy industry. Hi, I'm FDA Adam, head of our organization. I know. I used to have your job before I was hired by my current company. What a fun coincidence. Now, what can I help you with today? Well, I've got a new tooth and gum protecting candy. I'm hoping we can just get approved today. What's the candy do? It gives people tooth and gum protection against a very catastrophic oral health condition that gives people rotten teeth that barely anyone gets rotten teeth from. That sounds absolutely catastrophic. My ears are open. We've worked long and hard on this candy for several months now. And it's ready to go to market but candies like this typically take like a decade to thoroughly test for safety well with our long-term clinical trials of an hour and a half we've compiled piles of data that very well documents the very impressive safety of our candy sifting through the mountains of documents detailing the safety statistics will take you a while but i think you'll be thoroughly impressed can i see them yes is there more it's all right there is this written in crayon probably impressive this certainly exceeds our rigorous safety standards right but i have a confession to make in the fine print there you'll see the numbers of rotten teeth we're reporting from eating our candy which was more than the control group from people not eating our candy but there's even more rotten teeth than even those that we're reporting yet we don't plan on telling anyone and i hope that's not going to be a problem i'm mainly just interested in the number of rotten teeth that you've reported Because that number is not very high, it sounds more accurate than the actual number of rotten teeth. Thank you for respecting the science. Now on to effectiveness. Around here, we don't just approve candies designed to protect people's oral health that have a track record of harming oral health. The candy has to be effective too. Does it provide full protection? Yes, we at Big Candy are fully protected. I'm glad you're protected. What about for the people taking it? Is it effective for them too? Effective? Um, Oh yeah, yeah. It's super effective. I mean, a person can eat it and then their teeth and gums are like 100% protected from things like cooties and climate change and things of that nature that could rot their teeth. It's 100% effective for them? 100%. So they're Good if they eat your candy. Absolutely. So it sounds like only people at high risk of tooth and gum disease would need your candy. No, no. Everybody else has to take it too or else this 100% effective candy will just not work for the individual. Why's that? Safety, sir. Because if you look here at these profit margins, if everyone has to take it, then the candy becomes much safer and more effective for business But if it's only high risk individuals taking it then as you can see we're in danger of not being as profitable i like that candy science in fact the candy's effectiveness is so important we've already delivered briefcases full of money to key politicians that'll get laws passed that will require people to buy and eat our candy to protect their teeth and gums. Didn't people pay for the development of this candy through their taxes? Yeah, they did that. And then you're gonna require them to pay you for the candy that they already paid to create? Yes. Do the people get any royalties from the profit of this candy that they paid to create? No. Your company keeps all the profit? (laughs) Technically not all. Because 75% of your funding comes from us, so technically. You'll get some of the profits, too. Mm. An impressively effective candy. Thank you. We take great pride in our work. Mm -hmm. Now, aside from rotten teeth, are there any side effects of this candy? Any that people who want to protect their oral health should be concerned about? Well, we do find a number of young people get inflammation in their gums young people getting gum inflammation from eating a mandatory candy to protect their oral health from something that they don't need to be protected from don't you think the public will push back on this one no We're working on downplaying the seriousness of gum inflammation through the media we control. How so? Well, you know how we pay the media to instill grave fear into people to be afraid of things that they shouldn't be afraid of? Yeah. Well, we'll have them do the opposite of that with this thing that they should be afraid of. Besides, we're already starting the media campaign to blame the gum inflammation on climate change. The climate crisis did it. Not us, that kind of thing. What I heard you say is there are no side effects that people should be worried about. (laughs) That couldn't be more true even if it was true. But I have a concern. Oh my God, did I touch your product? No, you're safe. My concern is that in the name of honesty and transparency with the public that we serve, that a court might order you, the body that regulates us, to release all our product data. Jesus, that would be terrible. I can see why you're concerned. But you don't have to worry. I'll ask a judge to grant us until 2076 to fully release all your candy data. I think that would be the best thing for profits. Yes. But now I have a concern. Did it get any on me? No, it's not that. It's just what if individuals or journalists find out the truth that we're trying to hide in order to protect the effectiveness of our profits? You don't have to worry about that. Big Candy's friends at Big Tech will be censoring anyone that speaks negatively or truthfully about our candy. Censorship's always on the right side of history. Right? In fact, anyone who speaks truth or misinformation about our candy, I'll label them a criminal. Great idea. (laughs) Hey, what's this? Uh, It's just an award I got for having to pay the largest criminal fine in history. Well, I've heard all I need to. Your candy gets full approval. You're free to tyrannize the public with it. (laughs) Thank you for looking out for the public, including innocent children, with your rigorous safety and review standards.
0: My name is Dustin, and I hate big pharmaceutical companies, except for Pfizer. You know, I did go to Occupy Wall Street. Now I'm a little more concerned with occupying a space in my tattoo sleeve with my new Pfizer tat. Pfizer. You're Pfizer? You? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good? Yeah? Oh yeah, I watched the Martin Screlly doc and it pissed me off what he did raising those prices. What an ethical company does is take money from the government to make the product, have the government force people to buy the product, get the government to pay for your commercials, then print money to subsidize it. If you asked me a couple years ago, I wouldn't have thought that I'd be wearing a big pharmaceutical company's t-shirt, but you know, phys are just different, you know what I mean? They're not like other companies. So they had to pay a couple dollars back in the day for fraudulent marketing. Yeah, it's called faking it till you make it. Obviously their haters are coming out of the woodworks now that they're on top. Yeah, my pronouns are phi, zer. I'd say about 50% of my identity is that I hate pharmaceutical companies and 50% of my identities that I love Pfizer. Maybe I'd get Pfizer shaved in my head, sort of like black guys do with Nike. Do not get me started on fast food corporations unless you got a minute. Companies like McDonald's won't even pay people a living wage. You know, whereas a real company like You Know Who paid some of their employees, like Alan Borla, about $21 million last year. So, yeah, take notes, McDonald's. $21 million for one employee. They didn't have to do that. You a Pfizer guy or...
5: I already got Pfizer, man, yeah. Pfizer? I got the booster,
0: too. Are you going to get a second or third booster or just the one?
8: No, I'm going to continue to roll. You might do shot. the fourth?
0: I'm hoping to get the five. Yeah. Respect, bro. All right, man. I'm sort of like a feel the burn guy and I know Bernie Sanders said we need to end the greed of big pharma and I do agree with them that we need to end the greed of 99.9999999% of big pharma. You know, the big banks, they're against you. If they had any of your own interest at heart, the S&P 500 would just be Pfizer 500 times. Pfizer should team up with Nike, who I hate, to make a sneaker. Bezos! Yeah, the only way that I would be caught dead with a Tesla is if Pfizer acquired the company. 10 things Big Pharma doesn't want you to know. I mean, I'll post this after I scan through it to make sure there's nothing derogatory about my guys in there. Yeah, I wish the CEO of Goldman Sachs was right here, right now. It's throw hands. I just retweeted an article about why Big Pharma's bad and then put Pfizer's logo on my Twitter handle. And I would do anything for love. But take oh. off my mask won't do that won't do that as an out-of-work intersectional feminist cover band we thought it was very important to let the world know that we are in full support of the lockdown
3: don't stop give us some rules mr size mask
0: gain just lock me down. With live music being cancelled, we have not played very much. Yeah, but you know, women have it harder. M- women, women obviously have it hard harder. Right? It's been more yeah. difficult for women. Some people say that it's the Chinese to blame. But I know it's all Trump's fault. Yes, it is. Ain't that the truth? I got fired from my job as a barback. Don't tell them that. Yeah, okay, I don't know. I work as a barback, okay? I'm sorry. I'm not gonna pretend I'm a famous feminist icon right now.
2: No, that's not. He, he actually owns the bar. He just works there for fun. like Kind of like you know, when
8: Bill Murray bartends. Thought she's plan. Fauci's
0: plan. she's playing I only love my mask and my mama. I'm sorry. Things are not great in my relationship. It is just the two of us every second, and she won't shut the fuck up. Whoa, whoa. Fuck yes.
2: you. i do what you tell me. Fuck you. Talk to What would you do in?
0: you're with your girl every day with this stupid bitch
9: what stupid bitch what the fuck man you can't talk like that oh, you a... know i support women that's the mother you of know your children
0: you haven't said the same shit apologize
2: off, you better apologize you'll say the same Never. shit when a man
5: zooms his
0: woman you know that keyboard's getting I mean, apologize. You, you apologize right now. Or I'm gonna have to denounce you. You don't get fuck. fuck you. You're messing girls on the internet. Fuck Turn you. that shit off. Turn that off. That when I get that feeling, sexual homosexual, 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 homosexual. You literally hit a girl. I've what? seen what you do. To those escorts. Turn that shit off. Hey, Mr. Homo, what's it like in New York City? I've been locked up in my pantry and I haven't seen the city in a year. Can you just please distance from me? This isn't six You city. distance from me. You fuck, distance from fuck me. Out of Get here. out of here. 6 feet. This guy pays for escorts and punches them. <laughs> what? When I strap a mask right on my face. Maybe strap a second to. The
3: mask is mine. The gosh darn mask is mine. You never see that shit in front of them again. You hear me? Never again. You know what a Colombian necktie is? Look at that fucking cuck bitch. One. Um,
0: $600 Stay in your home tonight.
3: Bouncy,
0: it's too sexy for his it. It's too sexy for his it. It's too sexy in her. I'd like to formally apologize for my comments that I made 15 seconds ago. They don't represent me or the band. It takes a real man to apologize. A real man? It's on my right. I'm still gonna rat on my friends.
6: I
2: just wanna apologize for insinuating
6: that apologies are only something real men do, women can do them too, and for that I am sorry.
0: California's clothes Yeah this compilation is not gonna make any money is it? Newsom saved my life tonight. Lock me down, lock me down. You'll never see me going.